So I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want to hear the one about the pants again? Or do you want to hear this one? Hello, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody am a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons Woo! without gremlins. Woo. We're oh. back in studio. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's back. We got our technical director. We're, we're good. <laughs> Devin can't mess it up this time. Exactly. <laughs> um, but we have our returning guest, HTT Paladin, continuing, continuing to join the table remotely as he continues on with Brunschlager, a fighter, a mystery man. A telepath. A friend? He also is about to launch his sequel to Polyhedral, a TTRPG interview book with Polyhedral B-Sides and Late Nights. Keep your eyes open and ready for it launching next week on Backerkit, and be sure to tune in to our intermission for a very special trailer. Yes. Uh, it is episode 190, and it is the episode before I leave for LA and Wasteland weekend for a few weeks. I will miss you all. But in the meantime, Dustin will run a regular episode next week all by himself. Uh, good luck. Um, <laughs> and then uh, following that, we'll have a special canonical one-shot uh, that he will be running as well that some of our patron viewers might realize the connection and Maybe. things like that yeah quite possible and that leads into like hey if you're if you want to join patron then we have this really cool tier um that you can get a private game from one of us and play yeah in our games but uh there's a new tiktok challenge out now uh have you heard about this um i think it's going to go viral it's called the hashtag velvet lodge challenge from no. what I've seen, there are three different versions. The first I saw was uh, people going out and hunting monsters and cryptids, one exploring uh, old esoteric lodges and buildings with haunting tales, and the third is one that seems to happen after doing one of those, and it's called Hashtag Mystery Box Challenge? Yeah, yeah, I think I saw that. Uh, at first, people didn't think it was connected until everyone noticed that it was all the same people that did the first two challenges that ended up getting these mysterious dark chests uh, that arrived at their house. Uh, rumor has it weird things started happening, like electrical problems, strange plumbing sounds with thick brackish water that came out like an ooze. There was a sudden increase in vermin and rodents, and strange fires started happening in their houses. It's, I'm, yeah, so um, we don't advise doing the TikTok challenge, but uh, if you want a safe way to enjoy the fear, then head over to our YouTube channel at Elder Eye Int to watch all seven episodes of The Velvet Lodge or find it wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Um, and you know what they say. What, stays, uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That is, unless you reanimate it from the graveyard or flicker it from exile. You can shock the land by changing locations this coming weekend and going out to Magic Con in Las Vegas. Pay two and summon yourself onto the battleground of the dealer's hall and find a Grinko's horde of goblins from Beetle and Grimm's where they will be selling a lot of their exclusive Magic the Gathering-themed merch from Kamigawa, Phyrexia, and possibly the upcoming Eldraine set. It's true. It's also Krenko. Krenko. Yeah, you know, I, I, I play very occasionally. I know. Uh, but um, also be sure to check out uh, Die Hard Dice, uh, a, a, a wonderful sponsor uh, who uh, makes our, our some of our, our click clacks. Uh, we I think there's only like one character left of our D4 character set, 
Uh, but also be on the lookout as we might have uh, something else coming out with them soon. Yeah, quite we, possibly. We, we mentioned it a long time long ago. Long time ago. But it, it's finally coming to fruition. Uh, so keep your eyes out on Die Hard Dice and order sets and, and yeah, things like that. Yeah, check them out. Uh, but, yeah. Oh. I thought y'all were just like skating through, no, doing no, your own Goblin's thing. Still, so Goblin's stuck in traffic, so I had to do that. It should be coming in real hot. Real hot. So, anyway, dndbeyond.com is uh, a fantastic site to, to manage your character sheets and get all of your books and share them with your team. Uh, they Right now, they have a guide for running the first chapter of Fandelverim Below, the Shattered Obelisk. Uh, if you're like me and opened Fandelverim, went, that's a lot. Uh, this is actually a fantastic guide that you know can get you started with it and kind of kickstart it for you. So, yeah, dndbeyond.com. Oh, it is I, Eldon Kevin, deeply tired from very little sleep over the course of an entire weekend. Here to tell you about Eldritch Foundry, the place, the best place to get dimensions for your table. And they're there. And you can have them yourself if you want them by going to Eldritch Foundry and making them. They're awesome character creator. What's that? You have a super cool... <laughs> you know, a cool character with a fantastic uh, pose where they're hanging off of something like a wall or like a pillar or like a, the mast of a ship with a tentacle wrapped around it or the head of a dragon with like, I, is that a ladder? No, it's just the jaw. You can have that at your table by going down this boundary and using one of the new epic poses where you can have your character hanging off of stuff. And Elden Kevin guarantees you, you will look 10 times more epic than you normally do. If you notice that Elden Kevin's voice is not so great, it's because his mom cursed him. So he couldn't yell from the basement as much. Put hashtag Elden in the chat for your chance to win your own Elden Foundry Manager. Or put D4D&D into the code to get 15% off with my Elden Foundry. I'm crying. You must do this now. Kevin is not playing around. He would come to your home. No sleep or not and force you to do this with his Eldritch power. Or you can do it yourself if you feel like Kevin doesn't feel like moving. He's very tired. His bones creak. Oh my god. Coming in like a goblin. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> hey, let me tell you about Die Hard Dice. Listen, dear, they've already talked about uh, your dice. It was very amusing, and it's my turn now. Oh, hello, Astarian here. I know oh, I look a little different, but you know, sometimes the character creator gets ahead of you, and you just have to do things. I know you've been having fun with me in Idol Champions. I know you always want to have me on the top or the bottom. Either way, I'll buff those people. I'll buff those champions. But you only have a little while longer if you want to get me in your formation. That's right. Go on to Idol Champions and unlock me. Because honestly, without me in your formation, what are you, what are you doing? Our little chest code, uh, because I always come with gifts, is, is dedicated to me after all. I mean... Everyone loves a little bite, and so why not a little chew? What's that? Clue? That's not what I ordered! What are you talking about? Oh, well, still, go get me in the game. I'm awesome. 
scale's hotter. What? <laughs> Please go to therapy. <laughs> if you'd like to go to therapy, you can also buy the Psyche, the Amethyst Dragon Familiar, who is available right now in Idol Champions. Uh, all the net proceeds until Wednesday of Psyche Familiar uh, purchases will go to Take This, which is an amazing organization that helps promote positive mental health in the gaming community. So positive that Astarian was kicked out of my brain and I'm back now. <laughs> <laughs> and without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the Chronicles of D4. Hello. <laughs> and welcome back. <laughs> Last time on Discussing Duty with a Determined Drifter. The party willingly followed the stranger they had just helped possibly save while quietly questioning why they found him in such a predicament in the first place. He seemed to have some knowledge of the area as he led them to a collapsed opening into the ancient halls of catacombs that filled the ground below the city. And what they found underground was a hidden chapel dedicated to the Zintarum hideout after they turned into a cult following the Son of Bane calling themselves Iaktu's Sons. Through a holy prayer and finding out that Brunschlager knew Vinley, realized that this was one of the locations for the sect of Bainites charged with watching over the island that Borum, an entity known as the Boiling Mud, was imprisoned by the Jathaman dagger stabbed into its heart. As the night drew to a close and learning that there was no magical backfire in this area, Orkira used greater restoration to turn herself from a shark-like locath back to her golden dr dragonborn form. Karina, at the time, decided to speak with Simone, her raven familiar, to possibly glean some information from the death of those that once called this destroyed metropolis home. We, we d decided you were, like, this close to each other. Just staring. <laughs> yes. That's how they, it happens. They then split into watches through the night with Petunia and Harold talking about their newly acquired adventurer, Orkira and Seisha talked about the phoenix and what it means to lose uh, a connection to a god. And Seisha opted to forego a long rest to make sure their new friend was not left alone on his watch. Murderous in the dead of night. What started as a precaution to ensure safety <laughs> quickly turned into a bonding moment as they discussed many deep core moments of their lives that had given them direction, changed who they are, and what their goals were. Brunschlager explained the story of why he is hunting his nephew and Seisha why she is hunting George Forsworn. The next morning, the group awakens with Brunschlager giving a militant barrack yell before they all leave the catacombs to find the ruins of the city bathed in the morning light. Seisha tested the effects of the magic which backfired and caused a blinding fog to pour from every orifice. Sweet. <laughs> it, it, it was, uh, uh, yeah. Including the butt? Every orifice. <laughs> uh, hey, they're not good effects. Uh, <laughs> once the effect ended, the group emerged from the fog to find a few dozen people meandering about the city. They were standoffish and afraid at the sight of Brunschlager, but when confronted, it was explained through poor communication of broken common and or primordial. Brunschlager had offered himself up as a sacrifice to the Tideborn the day before. It was a trade he didn't fully understand he agreed to because of a language barrier in exchange for where to find a hobgoblin he seemed interested in, as the hobgoblin was the last sacrifice they made ten days ago. As Harold calmed the situation aided by Petunia's magics for better translation, 
Broomschlager and Petunia looked into the arcane scars left on the ruins of the city, noticed by Seisha to cause the magical backfiring the night before. When they focused their mind, the esoteric deep speech radiating from the scars transfixed their minds to another time and place where they saw visions of the city being vaporized by an arcane beam cannon as they witnessed from the eyes of another the moment Zaifu destroyed this city. Uh, they then met with a water genasi known as Lady Aquaria, Aquaria Coral Heart. She seemed to be a leader uh, of sorts for this town, although not appointed or elected or signified in any way, as this is a ragtag group of people just surviving amongst the detritus that now is this former metropolis. And as they venture forth to gather more information, they see Karina wander off, noticing something that reminds her of home as she walks towards the dock and joins a turtle that seems to be ready to gather fish for the day. Um, but as they venture off, Petunia and Brunschlager, once again, their mind called to the esoteric uh, scarring uh, on the, the ruinous floor as their mind transfixes to another time and place once again, let me see, I forget which that one was. Ba -ba -bum. Oh, uh. Oh, uh, as they noticed the black flying obelisk of Zaifu floating uh, above the city once more, ages passed, years gone by, as the ruins look to be overgrown, much like they are currently. And there is a surge of arcane energy that courses up from the city in a mark of a cerulean blue tree. And it is from this attack from the city that you see Zaifu become damaged and begin falling into the waves and sea of the Sea of Fallen Stars. But as that happens, their mind is so connected with those from the past, you watch as Brunschlager and Petunia themselves run in horror uh, away from the group, screaming before their mind comes to. Um, another thing that you have all noticed that I forgot to put into the descriptions is every person that lives here seems to be afflicted by some sort of mutation or disfigurement. Uh, you notice that um, the man that confronted you seemed to have uh, vitiligo, but instead of a discoloration of skin, it was uh, tryptophobia, holes that covered patches. Um, you've seen people with numerous limbs or appendages. Uh, you've seen people uh, whose eyes are um, polyocular. There will be multiple irises in one uh in one eye and just a bunch of things that seem to be a little strange about the people here. So this is kind of like, as a relation example, like Leela's town from Futurama, where just like each person there had some kind of random mutation. There's nothing connecting them. Uh, there's something connecting them. Well, I mean, them. like, 
Like it's not like we're seeing repeats. It's mm. it's like that town of Leela's where it was it's like unique. all the mutants were unique. Uh, you see, um, you do see some overlaps. Okay. Uh, it's not every single person has their own identifying marker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it could be. It, it's just you get the sense that it's definitely something related. I mean, it. Yeah, this yeah. this town has been touched by the far realm, and it's oh, yeah. evident. It's more like um, like there's not a common mutation that hits all of them. It's just everyone is varying in their own ways. It, it's I'm, I'm thinking I'm picturing it's kind of like um, uh, real world how um, people may have a uh, like um, in an area like Aaron Brockovich oh, where everybody yep. was getting cancer but they were different kinds yeah, yeah. we're two old white ladies we know that yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, just so everybody knows <laughs> the visions that Petunia and Brunschlager saw gave explanation to the many deaths that Karina saw um, as the only thing that she could get was hundreds and hundreds of endings of lives as they saw a purplish flash of light before being vaporized or feeling that their skin was being uh, mutated. Um, Would the flash have been similar to what I saw before I got yoinked here? <laughs> I would not. I would not say because timeline wise, it wouldn't match. No, but, but is but it? But is, is she it like similar? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Similar. Yes. Is it the exact That's why same? I will put the, with a turtle right now. I will, just... <laughs> I will put the clarification. It is not the exact same. Yeah. But but close similar. Enough. Similar to be like, oh, I recognize that type of destruction. That yes. was that was why I was getting yes. that. Very much so. Okay, 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 okay. Um, but as Petunia and Brunschlager run off, and Petunia is, I mean, uh, Karina is off with a turtle, and the rest of you uh, are speaking with Lady Coralheart. What are you all... Yeah, and, and I'll remind you that, like, they, Brunschlager and Petunia were running off as they were having the vision. Once they come back to themselves, they're no longer still running. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they, they, have, they have since, <laughs> like, it's like running. that, oh, I am, I am not in that body of someone else anymore uh, and they are within their own and mind once again. Yes. I feel like as soon as they would have taken off, there's that moment where Orkira will make eye contact with Harold and go, uh, you get to me and then I'll just fly after Broomschlager and I don't know if that means that you'll come to a stop and then Dragonborn's just right there, but yeah, I'll, I'll fly after you. You might actually be faster than me. Like those comedic <laughs> movies where he stops and you just barrel over him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you, you. I'm gonna make a wild guess, considering your who you are and what you're doing. You might actually be faster than me. So. How fast are you? Uh, my fly speed is 50 feet. Why would you ever assume I'm faster? Because you do all sorts of stuff and then flew. So I just assumed you were, because you know, you're cool. Well, who you're said still... I fly? Who said I flew? Well, Orkira thinks you flew because of the fight that we just had. Anyway, yeah, she'll because the she'll come to a stop in front. Um, <laughs> you okay? Where did everyone else go? Where did Petunia go? Um, 
Well, you ran away from all of us from over there. I don't run away. What? Okay, you ran towards something in this direction. Where is the one who casts tongues and the eyes? Petunia? Uh, she she ran towards something in a very different direction. You just hear, I'm in here. There's just like a pile of like rubble that she just ended up running into and falling into. And you ran <laughs> past her. Petunia? I'm here. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna reach in and just kind of. Oh. All right, there you go. Founder. I'm just standing next to Lady Coral Heart watching all this and <clears throat> just kind of turn to look at her to see how she's reacting. Um, your passive insight, because I know it's pretty good, yeah. uh, picks up that there is concern and confusion, but not fully, like, not like, I've never seen this yeah, before, yeah. but kind of like, uh, and she'll speak up and say, make sure your friends are all right. Make sure their mind is theirs. We've been facing a lot of creatures from the far realms. We're used to having to uh, double check everybody's all there. Uh, then you will find much of that here. I understand that um, this area is plagued with the Far Realms. Uh, you see that that word kind of like stings. I'm sorry? You did not think of this infection. I, I didn't mean on you, I meant the area. We've seen the uh, etchings on the ground. We know what's in the water to an extent. I should say we know who's in the water. But unfortunately, that's about the extent of what we know of this area. As I said, there are probably many people you should talk to. Um, but uh, as I said, um, and she'll wait for the majority of you to uh, return. Um, and uh, I am Lady Aquaria Coralheart. I am not a leader, but they look to me as one. I think it is because of my past. I was once part of an organization called the Firestorm Cabal. I was a mercenary within a sect of specialized in hunting wild magic phenomena. You know, things that taint the weave and scars that echo out for a long time after being tainted uh, by the Abyss, Limbo, Far Realm, Feywild, Lower Plains, Shadow, of that such. I would not advise casting magic. We have uh, encountered difficulty in doing so. Yeah. Whose etchings are these? These? These are not etchings. They are scars. Oh. Um, an energy burned into the ground from the stories I hear. I came long after. I've only been here for maybe uh, ten years. But anyways, um, we followed orders from Queen Arathane, a ruler of Akunul, 
It's the country you currently find yourselves upon, and many of the Cabal did her dirty work. You see, Brasune was once the capital of this nation, when many of the Janasi, much like myself, of Abir, found themselves in a new yet familiar world and built Brasune up from the gr groundwork of Reth. Many people have now come accustomed to recalling it Reth because as the world learns more about the uh, the splittings, uh, the sunderings of worlds, um, Brasune is a, an, a, an echo, a mirror. So... Uh, a mirror of... Are you saying a, a um, actual... Uh, if there's a supernatural a mirror? No, no, no. If there's a city on Abir, yes. it would be Wrath of Toro. So that is yes. why we've reclaimed the name of Wrath now. I understand. The capital currently of Akanul is Erspur, um, just to the east of here, over those mountains, and she'll point. It was created when the very few survivors fled there for refuge after the fall of Prasune, when it was destroyed by the Elder Slime Lord God. Anyways, I was sent here to investigate the wild magic that comes from this place, and uh, over the last ten years it seems to have afflicted me as well. And you watch as she removes her hood and turns around as you look upon a twisted face protruding and deformed in the back of her head as it constantly and incessantly whispers a gibbering, haunting tone that you can feel start to cause confusion before she wraps her head up in the hood once again. Mm. That... Does that... Does that affect you as well? I hear its whisperings constantly. It tugs at my mind, and I would like to say no, it does not affect me but I know that is a lie. Did you cast something and that's when it happened, or did something else make that happen? Casting will cause things to happen more rapidly, but that is all I know. I don't know exactly what caused it. As I said, casting magic here, and the longer you stay here, the more it affects you. How long does it generally take for someone to begin being affected? Is it as soon as you enter the town, or is it a prolonged exposure? Uh, I think it's the longer you stay here, it slowly Got affects it. it. I mean, because it did not happen to me as soon as I walked into, mm -hmm. and it obviously has not happened to you. Mm -hmm. At least. Or Kara looks uncomfortable but doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> At least from my eyes, it does not seem to uh, affect you. But sadly, none here have the means to find new homes. Others do not wish to leave the only place they know. And worst is, even if the first two reasons did not exist, because of our afflictions, they would most likely not be welcomed anywhere. I came here to do my job, and after losing my wife to an attack on Airspur by a cult that worships an elder eye, something you mentioned, mm -hmm. 
they were sent there to retrieve some sentient crystal. I assume it is to tie to whatever the locals here call the Elder One or Elder Slime Lord. Anyways, I uh, help. Uh, Elder Slime Lord. This is what they say. Again, to talk to them, is, maybe. Is, is there someone here who's familiar with it that would be a good person to talk to? There are a few, uh, and she'll give you some names. Okay. Uh, Quincy Delarouche. He is um, a historian and teacher for children. Mm -hmm. uh, Thaddeus Gormund. Uh, he is one of our hunter-gatherers, mm -hmm. but he has been here for a while. Does he go into the water? Uh, no, that would be um, Arrhenia Salt Shell. Your friend seems to be talking to them currently. Perfect. That is our main fisher. And then uh, Zephyrian Stormrider. But I'm sure th uh, if you go looking, you might find more other information. Uh, I... You know, I do not interrogate these people. I just try to help them. Sure, yeah. I'm just letting you know stories I've heard from my times being here. That's incredibly helpful. Thank you. Um, but uh, anyways, like I said, yeah, I help them survive. And we hide away in the catacombs at night, uh, offering up sacrifices until we find a solution of stopping the raids that come every day. Raids that come every day? They walk into the shore uh, every night, but is as long as we make offerings, and um, you can probably find more information uh, about that from others. She, you know, for as long as they've been doing it, I've only for the past ten years. It seems we may have had only one hiccup, mm -hmm. one time. I don't remember. Uh, but we do it at least once a ten day to keep the ire of the Slime Lord down. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your help, uh, Lady Coralheart. We will see if we can find these individuals and speak with them. I know you probably have a lot of tasks to take care of. Um, but, but before you go to those tasks, so... We're definitely going to help with what's going on with the Slime Lord stuff. Um, and I can't stay. But once we're done with that, if there's anyone you know that's afflicted and it's bad, it's painful, it's causing harm, I, I, can, I can remove that for a couple people. Can't do it for a lot. <laughs> We definitely can't do it for everybody, but... Uh, no one seems to, like, what do you've learned to live with? It's not an affliction change. anymore, is it? No, it's just who we are. Um, there are times just... some, like myself, uh, have whispers, mm -hmm. um, and I have to ignore them. 
If you look too hard into things, and she looks over towards Brunschlager and Petunia, it will affect your mind. Yes, yes it does. Thank you. If there's anything you don't need, uh, you'll see me wandering about and uh, allocating goods and wares and making sure everybody has what they need. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, uh, soft shell. Uh, what, what is her? Salt. Salt. I'm so sorry. Um, that's who Karina is speaking with, right? Mm-hmm. And they're the fish. Um, Zephyrian Stormrider. What is their um, role? Uh, a star reader. Okay. Got it. Well, I think, um, yeah, I think we all have folks we can go talk to then. And over the telepathic bond, um, I'm just going to (coughs) say, Karina, there is a, Hmm? I know you're busy. Um, There is a star reader here. I'm going to go speak to them, but when you're done, can you join me? You know I talk too much. I'll never be done. Just let me know when you want me to come over. Okay. Um, and then I'll turn to the rest of the group. Does I, I'm going to go speak with the star reader. Does anyone have anyone in particular they wanted to go speak with? We had a, uh, a teacher and historian, the hunter. Karina speaking with uh, the, the main fisher for the kingdom, or for the city. Probably, I mean, I, I would probably get along with the historian. Okay. I'll uh, follow Katunia. Okay. Um, or Kira? I don't have a preference, although I don't... I mean, I can go talk to the hunter, sure. Okay. And that's... Um, do you want to come <coughs> with me, Brunschlager? Where are you going? I'm going to speak to the uh, star reader. Inclined to talk to Hunter. Okay. Um, or Kira is going to go see them, so. Uh, but, but you're welcome to come. Yeah. I, I, I was offering your company. <laughs> or Kira is an amazing person. You'll be in uh, good company. All right. Go team. Uh, I, I imagine in that moment, the both of us are just standing there looking at you, like not reacting to this. Like, mm, mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Karina's still like an hour deep and like, so I'm just saying like with the level of volume of fish that you're bringing in, you really should incorporate yourself and really start getting some of those, you know, local sales going on and setting up a real trade around these parts. <laughs> um, Karina's over, slowly, over. She's slowly trying to start like the turtle mercantile that she had at home here by just being like, look, you have a wonderful trade. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, I will say, um, before you tell us the role, um, the conversation that you have about this before mm-hmm. you like start bringing yeah, yeah. any information is that uh, this town doesn't work as like a huge port hub or mm-hmm. trade hub anymore. Obvious yeah. as to why. Um, and anything that is fished out is never of abundance. It seems yeah. to be exactly oh, yeah, what is necessary. To... I oh I know what I get it. Yeah. What you're doing. So what was your? Uh, 
It's a community college five. Community college <laughs> five. Uh, they don't take offense to it. They just seem like it's more so like you're definitely a, you, you're coming off as a city person yeah. to like uh, someone yeah. that just is living off the land by themselves. She's also trying to like, like she's saying it in a hype up kind of way. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I like, said they don't take offense. They're like, I get what you're saying. She's like, you're just like, you're really good. You're really good. Look at that technique. Um, okay, but uh, as the con conversation continues. Um, um, you can see on her shell that the same like etchings that are into the stonework mm -hmm. are burned and scarred into the mm -hmm. back of her shell as well. Um, she surreptitiously just like in the corner of one of her pages while she's focused on fishing, Karina's just sketching it. Mm -hmm. Like just to, in case that symbol comes up again. And it's not one symbol. Think yeah. of it as like. Oh yeah, she's, she's doodling the back of, she's doodling the back of her shell just to commit it to memory. Yeah. Visually what it looks like is yeah, uh, yeah, it's crop circles. <laughs> crop but in a way that's layered so many times, mm -hmm. it's like a stereogram. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, just <clears throat> like sitting there and just <laughs> throwing nets, tackles, rods, everything. And just just kind of sitting, sitting down and just watching a, a little bobber just kind of float, waiting to pull it up. What did you say your name was? Karina. I am Marinia. It's a beautiful name. Thank you. It's nice to see someone not damned. Oh, I think I'm damned in my own way. It just doesn't show. Uh, what's your passive insight? Uh, oh shit, 19. 19. <laughs> um, you pick up... Uh, I don't know why I expected that to be like a really low number. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other reasons why um, this turtle seems to be kind of like cutting you off, um, not in a way to like end the conversation or get you to go away, but... Anytime, especially that, well, no, no, it's especially because you were trying I, I to. Think, I think she has ADHD. <laughs> She's finishing sentences to prove she knows where you're going. Uh, uh, especially because you were like hyping them up and like making them feel good about themselves and things like that. And that was kind of, that seems to be cut off more. And you mm -hmm. feel like this person is actively trying not to be, to create a bond with you. Mm -hmm. Being cordial with you, fine being and but it's nothing against you that you pick up it's just feels like they're protecting themselves from something mm -hmm. yeah they're turtling yeah yeah but uh the conversation continues what information does karina look for mm. um considering that she wasn't given very specific instructions. <laughs> you have telepathic yeah. bond if you want to ask a... Nope, she wouldn't think to do that. Got it. <laughs> She's hyper-focused on getting to know this person. So probably just asking more along the lines of like, you know, if it's not too forward, um, how... Why stay here? No one 
would want me elsewhere. Oh, I don't believe that. This is my home, and... That I can understand. I wouldn't want to be a burden to anyone else. Oh, dear. Oh, that hits very deeply. Um... We get by the few of us that are left. The... The people that showed up today, do they... Do they harm you guys often? Or people like that? Oh. Which people? You? No. We, when we came here, there were people that attacked us. Oh. You mean the Thassalods. Thassalods. Thalassods. Tideborn. Oh. Yeah. They come every night. Oh, that's awful. Searching for others to drag into the deep. That's awful. They've been doing it for about once every so often. A little over. Well, not too long. Only 60 years. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. Like a tur turtles, man. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, well, it's very long in the years of some of my compatriots. What? Um, some believe that it's to come for food, but others believe it's to mutate them into the aberrations they are. Oh. I say it's a sacrifice for their god, the Elder One. The Elder One? Yeah. What's that? Big fish. Oh. A real big fish, one might say? Real big fish. <laughs> okay. Rumors say it's... larger than a kraken. Is there anything we should look out for? So we can stay safe too? Three eyes. Three eyes, okay. Thick water. Thick water? Like yeah. like a pudding? Like a jelly. Ah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Like a jellyfish. Ah, like a jellyfish, but it's got three eyes. No. Like a fish in jelly. Yes. Okay. Okay, I like you. Uh, oh, you shouldn't. That's okay. Most people shouldn't like me either, so we'll just be weird together. Um, how are you all keeping yourself safe? That sounds like a lot. Oh, we sacrifice newcomers. Ah, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'll, I'll let you know, though. Um, the people I came with, they're really badass, so you might not want to. Try that. At least with us. I don't. You can, you can double it and give it to the next person. But I believe you because you're still alive. Yeah. But I hope that we're not doomed. We're trying to stop the world from being doomed. Or we're going to try our best. 
because they were our last sacrifice. Ah, and, and points we... to Brunschlager. Ah, they're very powerful. That was a surprise. Yep. Oh, one more thing I just thought of. Oh, yes. Ships seem to slow in dead water a couple of miles away from the big fish. Okay, so like if we were sailing and suddenly our ship just stalled, we're in trouble. You're fucked. Uh, I'm sorry. I appreciate your honesty so much. I truly do. It's You're very blunt, you're very straightforward, and I... Oh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. You're the only other person, aside from a captain I know, to ever have more than three words with me. Well, I think that's highly disappointing. Who's your Who's your captain? I want to get to know him. Well, he's not my captain. He's oh. just a ship I know that sails nearby. Oh. I think his name is Atten. No, that's not right. Anton Mavaldi. That's it. Anton Mavaldi. Well, if I meet him, I'll know I'm in good company. I think he knows how to bypass the dead water. Oh, that would make sense if he's a sailor. Yeah, he's a captain. He became a captain, of course. Of course he knows how to do that. And he's a captain that has not died. Yeah. I mean, that speaks for itself, honestly. It does here. Yeah. Yeah, well, he sounds like a badass. And he's nice to you, so must be at least somewhat decent. He stops by to trade uh-huh. and brings fresh nets. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, he sounds lovely. It's been some time since I've seen him. Sometime like human sometime or sometime like turtle sometime? Human. Okay, so not that long. I'd say a month or two. Okay. Okay, that's good to know, that's good to know. So, it's possible that he's gonna be back sometime soon. Okay. But that's a guess. I think the name of his ship is the Sea Reaver. Sea Reaver, that's a cool name. I thought so. Yeah. It sounds like the name of somebody who can definitely hold their own. Yeah. And you just kind of see her just kind of lose focus and stare off, like, Mm -hmm. past you. Mm -hmm. Well, I should probably check on my friends. That was some gnarly stuff that that we've been through recently. But here... I'm going to reach into my bag, grab a seed, and just bloom a constellation water lily. Just sit it down beside her, not expecting her to take her hands off of anything, but 
Here, that's that's for you. That's pretty. All for you. Thank you so much for talking to me. It's nice to... And you watch as you set it down. You see it immediately begin to wilt and wither away. Bonsoir. <sighs> we had it for a moment. No. And... Our friendship, much like this flower, maybe I never see you again, but it was beautiful while we were here. You watch her recoil at that word. Friendship. Like, like... Yep, Karina's Karina keeping very still. Yeah, like, like, almost like head just kind of goes into the shell where it's just the eyes. Well, I think you're absolutely lovely. Thank you so much for talking with me. It really was comfortable. I gotta get to the back. hole. <laughs> I gotta get back to my friends. Fishing. You take care, okay? And just slowly retracts okay. it. <laughs> and you just see eyes from the shadows of the shell. Bye. And walking back to the group, I'm just gonna, hey guys, guess what? <laughs> Here's all the information. Yeah, info, mm. info dump every bit of that. Maybe you should go talk to the star reader. I have more questions about some of the stuff you learned. Uh, you should probably leave her alone right now. Okay. <laughs> I think I made it awkward, so she oh, might yeah. need some time. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's it's fully just in a the shell. shell. She, she, yeah. I, I was nice to her. That's all I did. I was just nice. Some introverts need a lot of time after that kind of interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think she's. I think she's got a. I think she's, out of. Needs uh, a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's well, out of but emotional spell slots. We'll go yeah. to, Orkira and Brunschlager. Oh, I'm not here right now. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as you um, ask around and find out uh, where Thaddeus Gormund is. And a lot of people just tell you, not back yet, not back yet, not back yet. But eventually, uh, being turned, uh, notified in the direction they headed off at the before dawn's light fully took over. Uh, you see uh, a middle-aged man approaching, carrying a large wicker basket on his back full of forged berries, fruits, nuts, gourds, uh, vegetables, grass, and grains. Uh, it looks more wild than cultivated and farmed from the sparse amount of food on top of it being such a wide variety. Seems to be going from person to person within the community and dispersing the foraged goods out to those that can make more from them. Uh, at which point, uh, he eventually locks eyes with you, seeing that you are more or less approaching him or, or, or waiting to him, and uh, he smiles from behind the shadows of his dark hood. Uh, and you didn't notice it at first, but now you can see that there is faint, lightless, otherworldly glow to his skin as you see his veins pulsing with esoteric purple hue through his visibly translucent skin. It is now that you also realize every inch of his body is wrapped in bandages, hiding this affliction beyond the little you can see through his hood on his heavily bearded face. Before we get too close, uh, Broomshogger, do you want to lead the conversation or should I? 
Sure. I will talk first. Okay. Uh, and you notice that before he approached you, he, because he was not here for the original conversation that Harold had to um, calm everyone down as he's giving out uh, these these goods and supplies, or Kira, um, you have observant, correct? Yes. Yes. You're able to read his lips as he's asking questions about Brunschlager and has that very fearful, worried look about him until it is explained to him everything that has already happened. And then that's when he finally approaches you. Um, and, and that's, I'll, I'll add on to that as we're getting close. Say, yeah, it's probably a good idea that you're going to talk to him first. He's been filled in on you. And he comes up and he goes, you cause trouble by interfering with how we deal with the Tideborn. But everyone makes mistakes. If you contribute to our group, we'll contribute to your needs as well. Is there something I can help you with? Food? Information? Information. Well, I hear that your uh, hope is to help us with this tideboard problem we have. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'd be much obliged to help you in that regard. What do you need to know? For Kira? Yeah? What all is Seisha looking to know? Oh, um... I mean, she's probably got like three billion questions, but I think the, the, the gist of it is... So, we're looking for something in the water, and they're coming from the water and attacking you. How... What can you tell us about them so that we can stop the attacks and go get the thing that we need? Hmm. Uh, I have... I have this old almanac. Helps with learning how the land was used before and things like that. There's not much information in it, but there's some things. Um, well, and also just anything that you've seen, especially recently, because no matter what, because of what we did last night, they're, they're going to come back, and we're going to be there to stop them. Uh, so yeah, anything you could tell us about them would be great. It's not, it's not what they are, it's who they are. It seems to be the problem, why we don't fight back. Well, who are they? I'm sure you can see that a lot of us, and kind of pulls the hood back a little bit and doesn't let it hit light too much. Um, the city is... The ruins are afflicted with this scarring. Seems to scar us as well. Like a... 
radiating hatred left in the echoes of when when the finger of the dark god cursed us um a big black obelisk yeah the dark finger of the god reached down from the heavens and cast its magic upon us and many were vaporized and the rest well judging by the bodies we saw this morning you dealt with what they turned into oh and and for a moment Orkira thinks about the fact that she kind of half turned into something from the water um okay all right uh so, I know you leave people there as the tribute sacrifices. What happens if you don't leave someone? What, what, do, what do they usually do? I have that information somewhere. There you go. We offer those that are willing to sacrifice themselves to the tideborn first. Most of the time, it's our eldest and infirm that choose to go. Sometimes it's through convicted punishment. Sometimes in desperation, it is the uh, wandering outsider that we feel is a dangerous a danger to us. Recently, a, a hobgoblin was sacrificed to the Tideborn last 10 day. Brunschlager, I'm going to roll an intimidation check. Okay. Uh, when I, when Brunschlager starts talking. Oh, that's a natural 20 for 27. Woo. Uh, Brunschlager, uh, how tall is, is uh, Gormond? Uh, just under six foot, like, so five, nine, five, ten. Great. You're towering uh, over him. Brunschlager, uh, takes a step toward him and doesn't, doesn't, like, lean down, just looks down. Tell me more about this hobgoblin. Um. Seem, I don't know, seem lost. I wasn't really in town when it happened but came in hungry uh, from what I hear and um, didn't really uh, hold to our customs of sharing as we see fit we take what we need and what we need is often still not enough but uh, I guess took a lot to get here and um, seemed desperate but was aggressive in his way of taking what he seemed he needed. Who did he take from? All of us. Uh, everything, everything here is not owned by 
one person. This is not my basket of food. It's it's Reth's. Let me rephrase. Whose hands did he take food from directly? Um, and over time, like walking and talking <clears throat> with him, um, because he doesn't doesn't have that information offhand, but he'll walk with you as he's giving out his wares, and you'll find a list of like five or six people. Which, as you're looking over, there's only two to three dozen people that you can visibly see. Uh, and he notes that there's probably maybe a hundred people of this entire town left. So to steal from five or six for the mouths of the many is a lot. Who took him to the beach? Um, we all just kind of waited until he gorged himself into a stupor. Uh, and when he was asleep, we all kind of he looks shamed at saying this, but you can see or uh, what? Are, what are your passive insights? Uh, twenty. Okay. I got a passive insight of eleven, but I got a passive perception of twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, the in uh, yeah, this is more insight. Uh, so you'll at least pick up that first part because he's not hiding that at all. The the shame of it. Um, but or carry you pick out that it was a desperation of survival of why they made the choice. And he goes, yeah, we just um, bum rushed them and it became a numbers thing at that point. Uh, unarmed and tied them up, offered them to the Thalassads at Tideborn. And I know our common is different than yours. He has taken from you. I understand why you've done this. But you have made my journey longer. Uh, I don't... Look, we've had our... Um, he was punished. No ill will. Uh, honestly, it wouldn't have been ill will if he would have just paced himself. Uh, if he hadn't stolen... Yeah. He is always going to steal. It is kind of person he is. I am sorry for his actions. Do you need help feeding the people here? If you have any extra food or just want to help me carry this weight, I'd be greatly appreciative of it. Uh, he's carrying like a big like basket, right? Yeah. Like one of like the massive like backpack baskets. How much does it weigh? Uh, probably maybe twenty pounds, uh, full of everything. But it's lighter now, so maybe only fifteen, ten. What do you hunt? Uh, I mean, a lot of it's small game out here. Uh, even the wildlife knows to stay away from these ruins. Um. Mm. And uh, I, I may, I'm mainly just forage. And as you can see, most of this is vegetation. Most um, of our uh, our dietary uh, needs are met with vegetation and um, uh, Arinia, our fisher. 
provide him for us. Runeschlager just picks up the basket in one hand. How long have you been here to be this far afflicted? I mean, I was born and raised here, so uh, I guess the last 35, 40 years, I don't really keep track. We don't. Does, no does real that, need. Does it just continue to get worse? Or at some point, does it stop? Does it finish? Depends on who you are as a person, I guess. Seems to affect people differently. But uh, to answer your question, it, it will never, I've never seen it recede. So I guess the blunt truth is, yeah, it always gets worse. Hmm. So I, I don't think I can help with the food right now, but... Um... Definitely before I leave, I can drop off some, some food and fresh water. The, the food is kind of bland. Um, I'll probably have to do it outside the city so that I don't turn into another shark. But um, I, I can at least help with that before before we got to go. <laughs> it looks a little confused, but also understanding. Just, all right. Um, yeah, if, if it's magical means, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it inside the perimeters of the... Or if you go down into the catacombs, which is where a lot of us find shelter at night, it seems to be uh, less troublesome. Yeah. Um, is there any place else we should watch out for around here? Like, how, how far out does this magic thing happen? Uh, the entirety of what the city used to be. Oh. So uh, I'd, I'd say keep walking until you no longer see ruins or see the purple flowers. You should be fine. Okay, all right. Uh, also, don't eat the purple flowers or use them for anything. But to know, why? Uh, well, first thing is you can't sleep. So we found that to be beneficial at times. But it has more adverse effects. Okay. Um, it I, it uh, more akin to... It amplifies the problems of this city. Oh, okay. Okay. Don't, don't eat the flowers. Okay. Um, do you know if there's anything else in the water that we need to be... A, Worried about besides the Tideborn? Uh, the inner sea's full of things. So, yeah. Um, whatever monsters you might find in any other shore or water, add a couple more to it. Anything else real big? I mean... Rumors of shark gods and great krakens and you know, all the rumors of any great water. I just uh, get the sense that the rumors here might not just be rumors. They I, might be I, true. I do hear if you ahead, um, he points in a direction that's like west. Uh, and But like not full west. Kind of like the center of where the sea would be. 
uh, here there's a lot of uh, bloodthirsty pirates and dragons in that direction. So if you decide to go seafaring. Pirates. My God. <laughs> You're married. <laughs> I'm not married. Uh, so, I mean, you probably actually, that, that is actually the greater threat, probably, is, is if you find yourself on the waters, uh, any um, adversaries would most likely come in the form of uh, a pirate, raider, uh, or a dragon protecting its area. At least that's, that's what I would assume. I, I only know these parts. No, that's definitely helpful. In all fairness, I was not tied up to be sacrificed to pirates last night. That, that is that is true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got me there. <laughs> well, I mean, we know the threat of the Tideborn. Uh, that's not it. your your dragon friend. Uh, your I guess you're a dragon. You look like a dragon, but you're not acting like a dragon. Um, the long story. Just ignore it. Hey, she is a next shark. <laughs> 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 you know what? Um, uh, who am I to ask? We it's all not, have our stories, so it's we all not have incorrect. Our but. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you were asking about anything else that might be a, a problem. Um, More to a point, do you know anything about uh, someone by the name of Zaifu? I, I don't, but um, well, there's uh, maybe go speak to um, the one that teaches the kids. Mm. Uh, Quint Quincy it seems a little weird but he's fine um, understood and so like I said we're going to try to stop these Tideborn do they always come out of the water like in a similar place or is it just they can appear anywhere do they just take the most direct route um for clarification out of game and Brunschlager would know this, that the Tideborn that you fought was just a group that were coming that night. Um, it, because it rained so heavily, it's hard to tell if more came, but Brunschlager knows that it's often, they fill the city looking for any stragglers that did not find themselves. Um, and he'll Don't reiterate that as well as like, yeah, I guess Orkir is just hoping to get like, okay, they usually come from this area, so that if, if depending on how we approach stopping this group, that we're not, you know, to the north when they all come to the south. Uh, the shoreline. So, yeah, but not a specific like spot in the shoreline. There's, it's just the shoreline that faces the north. Okay. Um. Uh, one other question. Uh, it's kind of a weird one. Do you know anything about the Elder Slime Lord? That's uh, just disgusting to even say. Uh, big fish. Uh, every fisherman has their big fish tail. You know, uh, I'm not sure if I really believe that a fish is a god. I hear stories that a finger came down from the heavens, and if I know gods, it seems like they would be, you know, big enough where a finger would just be able to destroy a city, not just a big fish in a in an ocean. Uh, 
if there's anything I've learned, it's often more complicated than that. But I not saying you're it. wrong. I'm just saying I don't know if that's what I truly believe. Um, Roomschlager, is there anything else you want to ask about? No, I think this has been comprehensive. Um, and I'll help with the dis distribution of food and also find out, like, where tomorrow, for example, I could go outside the city, cast, create food and water, and offer some help before we leave. Like, just get some of those details uh, about, like, get... hey, if I want to help later. Uh, go down into the catacombs. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, you could walk a good ways outside the city if you wish and um and he'll say that but he also again says the catacombs are just closer yeah i can't fix everything going on but at least i can leave a little bit you know before we go and um you know what it if you try and help us with the tideborn problem it's greatly appreciated uh, just know who they are. Uh, but you offering food and delivering food to us is, is worthy enough of the information I uh, gave you. So greatly appreciate it. But I have, I have to be on my way now. Yeah. Does it look like it's dinner time? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. Uh, at most, it's it's well, midday. Yeah, this, is... this guy left um, just at the peak of dawn um, and Got has it. come back midday. Okay. As we're walking away from uh, this person that we've been talking to, Brumsauger, do you think the, the person you've been hunting has been turned into one of those fish people? I don't know, and I don't know if that would make things easier or harder. I think it would make it harder because it'd be harder to hunt them down, right? Sure, but then he can't l listen to when I talk to him. Okay. Th that's good to know that you want to talk to him. Um, if we get into a fight with him and he dies, do you want me to bring him back? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Does my passive insight pick up anything about that laugh <laughs> i'll just ask paladin if you're okay with oh expounding on that laugh there's there's some some menace it's a really misguided sixth sense of justice okay all right okay um, i'll see what i can do And uh, with that, uh, we're going to move uh, over to Harold and Petunia. As you start asking, as you have been asking around looking for Quincy. Uh, what I'm saying is that maybe Quincy would like to hear the story. It's I, a pretty reasonable story. I so far, and I, I, Bruce Lager's next. He got to know about the pants. I think we need to, I think you could, I think you could take a, a small hiatus on that story until we save the world. But if we don't save the world, then all those people will be bereft of the story that is like my legacy. Honey, if we don't save the world, no one's going to know about that story because we're all going to be dead. Could be an afterlife. 
You never know. One of them could get flung into a new world on a new yeah. campaign. A whole new world of people to tell the rash pants story. Yeah. Um, but um, asking around, you are actually um, directed into the catacombs um, where the uh, a good portion of the uh, citizens are. And you see uh, an elderly man kind of acting as a town performer and teacher uh, as he entertains and teaches the youth um, using engaging mannerisms for humor and keeping attention. This is probably the only place you hear laughter in this somber town of survivors. Oh God, they sent the right people. <laughs> and something disturbing, though, is that you see his skin is twisted in permanent swirling knots, almost as if his skin were made of fabric or clay before painfully pinched and twisted. And the most notable is the swirl on one side of his face, giving him a sinister curled grin on, the si on his left side. You also notice that he doesn't talk. He just grins and smiles as he performs and interacts with a disheveled old ratty sock with what looks to be completely with real hair and teeth upon its he head and in its mouth. And that, kids! Yes! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, headphones. <laughs> Is how we are able to make the food with uh, farming. And we owe that all to uh, our a farmer, well, he's more of a gatherer, but he, he knows how it's done. Uh, Thaddeus Gormond. And if it weren't for the scars and the ruins, then we would be able to farm our own goods here. But we must outsource it outward. But one day, one day you will carry this knowledge and you will be the farmers of the new world. The, the people that, that grow this city into what it was once before. Yes, but I think I think that's going to be our lesson for today, and it's lunchtime, so everyone go go up and and make sure to eat healthy and um, your vegetables and your fish too. You must have all of the the proteins and everything. So. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear how much these teeth are clacking like IRL. It it's highly disturbing. It is upsetting. <laughs> I'm glad. I think I'll start this one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna start this one. You do love me. Yeah. Uh, Quincy, um, and I'm gonna, in the thought bubble, I'm gonna, because <laughs> I can't think of words. Uh, hey, what was Quincy's last name? De La Rouche. Do you prefer uh, Mr. De La Rouche? And I, and you can see Harold visibly like looking like <laughs> do I look at the puppet do I look at like he's not saying that he's looking like looking at the puppet and then to the person and then to the puppet not sure which is the appropriate 
So he just kind of stares in between them. <laughs> and and the puppet will like shift over. To I will meet nod your and then begin to stare back at the puppet. Oh my god! You notice that the man holding the puppet does not look at you at all. Ever. Is it is it okay. like a smudge dead bob kind of situation? Oh. <laughs> um but you can see his face. <laughs> yeah. Where it yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I know. And and several. The puppet responds to travel. I'm Quincy. That is Mr. Delarouge. Oh, my apologies. No, I'm giving. No, what was that? No, no, no offense taken. You didn't know who I was, but now you do. Who are you? <laughs> oh, my name's Harold Hoffleton. I'm uh, kind of a. Uh, singer, uh, accordion player, um, part time. It's, it's called a bard, dear boy. A bard. Did you go to school? Sure. I'm a bard, you know. Uh, and then this is uh, Petunia Potts, uh, uh, my my girlfriend, and uh, she she's a historian. You're dating a pot. Doesn't look quite like a pot. What do you cook? Or do you hold stuff so people can cook inside you? <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge That's is what I cook. 10 out of 10, great answer. <laughs> ah, you are a historian as well. And Harold will look and say, so you're Quincy, right? I'm Quincy, yes. What? You know what? Ma'am, I'm going to speak with you because obviously this buffoon doesn't know what he's talking about. And we, the most ad- academic uh, historians here, will have a, a more um, engaging conversation. <laughs> More power to you guys. I'll let the brains talk. Yeah? That's what's wrong with everyone here. They don't like Harold. Oh, no. I just thought they were all autistic. No, no. It's... That's coming from me. The Far Realms have twisted them. They don't like Harold. No, I think... Well, Harold's Harold's eating it up. He's grinning. He looks happier than ever. Virginia looks uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is the one interaction Karina would have been good at. <laughs> oh, you are you, you are you are historian as well, I see. <clears throat> yes, I have taken it upon myself to be um as one of the elders of this town to to be the, the one that teaches uh, our youth. How commendable. How long have you been teaching? Oh, I'd say um, 20, maybe 30 years now. Oh, goodness. And have you, have you been, have you taught the local history or teaching the local history to the children? I do. I do. Yes. We must understand where we came from, what happened here. But that well, isn't until they're older. You know, don't want to cause nightmares. Well, because I wouldn't want to so, do that. Well, well, because I'm so out of the loop and just kind of a dumb bard. Would you mind explaining to me some of the uh, stuff that actually happened here? A little bit of the history. Might I say you take excellent care of your teeth? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Mister Delarouge here helps me uh, maintain my appearance. Great. <laughs> Gives him a greenies chew. Why is it puppets? <laughs> I never knew I had a thing about fearing puppets until. 
chill D4 and Velvet Lodge. Oh, join me. Join right? me, friend. Gingivitis is the number one cause of tooth decay, you know. And tooth decay, uh, in some cases, can rot up into your brain. This well, puppet I'm is a virus. That hasn't happened with you. But yes, yes, I shall uh, inform you um, like you are a child so that you will know the history. And, wow. um, <laughs> and and so sit down. I will teach you as I teach the children. Harold looks around and looks back and is like, okay. And I sit down like cross-legged on the floor and just <laughs> hit me. Uh, and then in the dimly lit catacombs you see the old man's tattered clothes blending into the shadows that clung to him like loyal companions in one hand he holds his worn sock puppet that seems more puppeteered than the hand that wields it its eyes mismatched buttons and shells peering out from the frayed and stained fabric but it was in the other hand, clutching a jagged shard of broken glass, that his peculiar talent comes to life. As he moves the glass shard, it dances along the wall, leaving trails of shimmering light in its wake. With each delicate motion, he wove the shadows into, he weaves the shadows into living art, coaxing them to take shape and substance. The puppet grabs them from from thin air, you with that fucking thing. <laughs> giving them weight and tangibility as it's pulled and stretched and weaved in showery forms like clay and string. The stony catacomb walls housing hundreds of long departed souls transformed into a canvas. The shadows sculpted into the intricate forms that dance and weave in response to his puppet's commands. The centerpiece of his, of his mesmerizing creation is a towering inverted obsidian obelisk, mm. seemingly suspended in air, ominous and foreboding. Mm. It shatters into countless shards and from its fragments creates in a bending of light through the glass shard in his hand, a blinding directed energy blast of radiant light, which erupts engulfing an ancient city in its devastating embrace. The, the story told by this living shadow art is one of destruction and chaos, a haunting reminder of a world long lost to time. And then as time echoes on, he lets you know that that blast happened almost a little over 60 years ago. And about 10 years ago, the story continues as you see a cerulean blue light flashes in the prism glass. And it's hard to tell of its origin for... Uh, you know, you might see it as it looks like the blue emits from the obelisk, or it looks like the city itself recoils in the shadows in the wake of its own destruction. As he says, A vision I've seen written in the stone path we walk above. I call it 
I call this art piece. Before came, so after could follow. A symphony of reckoning. It's very impressive. Uh, terrifying in a lot of ways. And as he is saying this, something you didn't notice was as the light moves, causing the shadows around you to dance. More importantly, Petunia's shadow came to life. And uh, attacks as, as the story is weaving almost comes to and as the, the city is almost in, engaging in the story itself. Um, and, and, and almost like lunges at you, Petunia. Harold, nothing happens. Doesn't have one. Yeah. Uh, but, um, ah! go ahead and make me a con save, but you'll take, uh, nine damage just as it, just like, like, almost like the act of your shadow coming to life. You feel it kind of pull away from you. about right in this scenario that's five uh and and as it as it lunges it actually remelds back into you but as it does so it just you just feel drained and uh you will reduce your strength score by three <laughs> by three by how much three three yeah. All right, folks, I'm at a negative four. Oh, God. No, uh, just so you know, that's your, your big number, not... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Reduce big number, okay. not not Christ small number. <laughs> no, don't roll it. Reduce it. There's a natural 20, of course. Naturally. Of course. That's how that works. No, all you gotta do is... Here, go back to that thing. Click the nine. Uh, and then, and then here, put oh. other modifier and put negative three. Great. Love it. Uh, I see this happen, right? Yeah, I, I'll let you know, like, this isn't an attack. Like, this is just... Oh. Like, like, like it, is, it is just something that is. Like, it, this was not him maliciously attacking Petunia. It was just something right. that... Uh, like a reflection? It, uh, more like a or consequences, echo. a consequence of the story. Like you're in the front row at a Gallagher show. Like saying Ganadar. Similar. You get some watermelon uh, in your hair. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And it like, he's telling the story and it doesn't even notice it. Like, it doesn't even seem to, to like, he, like, it's just uh, like your insight, your passive insight picks it up. I just needed to, you to realize it's not a malicious attack against yeah. you guys. Uh, he'll even, um, his response to you going, oh, is a, oh, yes, I, I know it's a, a scary story, but, uh, you know, as long as you don't cast magic, you're fine. That's so. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, sleep here for a long time. You okay? It looks like it hurt. Yeah, uh, I'm just 
really tired all of a sudden. Well. Maybe uh, it was the story. It was so um, invigorating. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I cast Disintegrate. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Do it to the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye, puppet man. Harold <laughs> uh, will instead he will he will look uh, and, and like he kind of checks on you and it's like are you you really okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. Um. Okay, Quincy. Yes. Did you come down after that happened? Say again. Did Did you come into town after the events of what happened? Oh, no, no. I, I was a, a young, young lad, and uh, I was out on the outskirts, the far reaches of the town, but... What about you, your... see, you see there's a confusion as the puppet realizes who's actually speaking. No, you're, you're quite right. I came after. I, I, I wasn't there, no. And, but maybe your helper here was, Mr. Delarouche. But he doesn't talk. Right, obviously. He, you know, you're, you're kind of the star of this show and the teacher. I, I understand. That, that much I get, because entertainment. <laughs> Bards kind of my... may be stars, I don't look for fame. Well, Bards just kind of fall into it. But the uh, <clears throat> the point is that um, that's good information. Um, we're here actually in an effort to try to help the city and do everything we can to make things a little bit better here. Um, <laughs> help! Fight against the Tideborn! <laughs> Fool! We've done it already. You... <laughs> you, uh... You did? Uh, yeah, we we saw somebody being uh, sacrificed, and we didn't know what the situation was, and we jumped in and stopped the sacrifice and fought a bunch of Tideborn that were taking him, and now we expect we're going to see a whole bunch more Tideborns. We're kind of prepping to get rid of that so that we can all, you know, sleep a little bit easier, and then we're probably going to go into the ocean and find whatever's out there. What is out there, Quincy? What is out there? Yeah. Oh, dear boy. You're not ready for what's out there. Even even if you did slay the Tideborn. A floating city. One hellbent on destroying this world. One that plagued the inner sea for years. The last... 60 years, minus the past 10, when somehow our city fought back. Yeah, about that. Um, would you say that the city fighting back had a blue tint? Okay, what's the word you always use for it? Cerulean. Cerulean tint? It was... A flash of sky blue. Yes, a tree grew from lightning and struck Saifu. 
Do you know where that tree grew? Its roots, its roots. It grew from the land forged long ago. But I don't know by who. Is it still there? We have not seen its remnants or flashes since, nor do we know why. It protected us this time, but not at the Great Cataclysm. Hmm. Any, so you don't know who made it. You don't know where it was exactly. Uh, you just know that it was forged a long time ago, and so it was kind of fulfilling uh, a job that it was predestined to do. Yes. That's still better information than I had. Is there any... Are there any names given to the tree, like for as legend, or? I guess we would call it the Z Cerulean tree. A sign, you would say. Interesting. Well, we'll have to look into that. Um. But you, you do know it's not a real tree. That I did not know. Uh, please explain to me, uh, teacher. He settles back into his cross-legged position. The light, the light that shined grew like roots and forged like a tree that grew from the ground. Yes, yes. Metaphor. And, and, oh. Oh, and, and struck the, the floating obelisk. But it was not a tree. It seemed to be made of arcane light. Some mm -hmm. said lightning that came from the ground, not the sky. Okay. Have any books or any sort of text been written on this event? No, just we tell our stories by word of mouth. There's not much paper here. That's fair. Um, was there anybody directly there who witnessed it? Most of us. So you saw it yourself? Yes, it only happened maybe 10 years ago. That's amazing. Is there any, like... Just before, or maybe the start of the sudden ring. I was about to say, at this point, with all the, the time lines, is there any roles that I could make to put any, like, historical events together? Or, I mean, like, we were alive during that point, too, so... Um, you would know about 10 years ago without even rolling. Yeah, it's the yeah. second sundering. Was the second sundering. Yeah. So that's when Abir and Toral separated again. Uh, and so what he's telling correlates with that, that whatever this cerulean lightning tree, it happened when the second sundering happened. Or right before you don't have a, yeah, an exact like, date. But the reason why that is, is because throughout the, the history of, or the notable points of history of Toral when the second sundering happened, there's people that argue that it happened in 1480, and some say all the way up to 1485. Hmm. And it may not have been something that happened in an instant, but something that happened in the echoes of two worlds slowly being sundered apart. Okay. Do you think maybe the sundering is the reason that the tree hasn't come back? Maybe it's a part of a beer. At this point, 
anything's a possibility. And she kind of looks up uncomfortably at the sock. Right, right. Anything is possible. With knowledge. Yeah. Once you know how to do a thing, you can do it. Sweet. Uh, Thank you for that. But when, when Zaifu was struck. Yeah. It fell, fell from the sky into the sea. Do you think that it's still operating under the water? I mean, we're constantly being attacked by those that follow the Elder One, so I'd say yes. So good deduction there, lad. You're learning something. All I'm saying is... <laughs> Listen! Don't. Listen! Don't. <laughs> cities in the water or or it's the tuesday the elder eye is constantly sending stuff we made we pissed some things off in what, the far what realm. is an elder eye it's sort of like the boss of all of that entertainment oh. company in atlanta <laughs> and, and it's and it is really uh dedicated and it is my understanding that if it if it wins Everything's going to be wiped out, which is why we're here in the first place. Which brings me to my next question: Do you well, know you anything know, well, about before you, before you before you ask any more questions? I, I need to make a clarification. Uh, w this is not an elder eye. No, this is an elder one of maybe even the eldest, the oldest, like me. I'm. Oh no. <clears throat> oh no. What? Well, if you don't solve this problem soon, I guess it might be my turn. Anyways, sad news aside, yes, not Elder I, Elder One, Elder Slime Lord. Okay, so that being, uh, we're going to skip over the really depressing thing you just brought up, and we're going to go straight to fixing the problem. Do you know what it is? A slimy fish with three eyes. So, an aboleth. Is that what you call it in your tongue? Yeah, they're, they're shredded. <laughs> they are ripped. And generally, due to age and size, they become more ripped in time until they can make 180 turns in the water in an instant because their abs carry them like <laughs> rippling waves across the ocean you know it's not that part's not as important as yeah that's what we call it a slime lord sounds just as just as right to me because they do exude an enormous amount of slime and they're incredibly powerful some of them we kill think, one of those too yeah they they like to be worshipped as gods at least that's what yeah. we have deducted or they also like to be rocks and tell you what to do 
Okay. Um, you have obviously spent way too much time here, if you believe that a slime lord is a rock. But who am I to say otherwise? I don't necessarily disagree with part of that sentence. <laughs> but no, if you want... Uh. If you want more information, uh, I'm not the only historian here. Uh, the There's more of you! Well, different. Um, more astrological, astronomical, whatever that word is. You look at stars, you, you tell people what the future is. Yeah, posh. Oh, a star reader. Yeah. I believe they have some exact dates. As I said, I... Years, time, what is that? We've all kind of lost it here. Well, my hope is that by the time we're done, you'll have other things to relax and think about other than, you know, who's oldest, what's going on, and how dangerous things are. You know, you can teach people the past, but then look to the future with a bit of hope. That's kind of the plan. Um, and so we do have a track record of success Granted, not a hundred percent, not eighty percent. Don't, don't, don't. You don't that. You don't need to continue with that metaphor. But the fact is that we won't stop until your place is safest, and at least we have dedication in droves. And so all I can say is, Quincy, we're going to do everything we possibly can to save your city. We will greatly appreciate it, and having knowledge is only half of what is important. And maybe that is what she has, but it is direction and discipline and action that speak words and create stories and change history. Perhaps that is your role, Bard, to I tell the you. stories of obviously some hero that you come across and, you know. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 okay, yeah. Uh, with, with any luck, maybe the two of us will be able to find that person. Uh, granted, she's very powerful in and of her own right, just due to her incredible mind. I mostly uh, follow these others around and, and play the accordion for them. Oh my god. I have no idea what that is, but I'm sure no. it is great. Is that sarcasm? I... It, I like instruments. All right, I'll, I'll, we'll let ourselves out. I'll play a little tune on the way out the door. Maybe the kids will like it. And I'll make a performance check as we head out. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, you hold on. You hold on, don't you? I'm going to... You guys going to laugh? I'm going to use my peerless skill. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's a 19 okay good. okay so yeah, for, that's like a herald low yes yeah, that's good. real low for herald herald so, is very distracted by this fucking sock but it's still good <laughs> you notice uh you notice the the sock like screaming in agony uh, not verbally but just like mouth agape uh you know head back uh, at the shrill sound of the accordion, but Delarouge is kind of mm -hmm. nodding and bobbing along to the melody and rhythm 
that you're and the kids kids love it um they think your weird box is is just uh hilarious amazing amazing <laughs> we watched that die that d10 roll it is like nine 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 and the wheel of fortune over to one so good. And Harold will turn to Petunia after giving one of the worst performances he's ever given. It will be like, that was a suck. Right? I, I, like, I'm not just like... I need a moment. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Or a few. Let's go find the star reader. Yeah, I think that a couple of them are already there, so we can just meet up. Sure. I like Quincy. Uh, but I don't walk so fast. Oh, oh, do you need, do you want a little help? A little boost? I'm on my back. I, I, I mean, if you, if you feel like you can. Totally, totally can. All we'll right. Lift you the, up. The stout I'm... halfling gets on your back. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's show. And my plus zero <laughs> strength scenes. is starting to show immediately. Okay, let's do it. And that's, that's where we'll head out. Thank you, Quincy. <laughs> uh, no response, only screams. <laughs> I need, I need everyone after the show is over. Go look for a video online of Jim Henson uh, playing basically Kermit and Fozzie at one point, and the two Kermit and Fozzie realizing that there's somebody below them, and like, who are the people below me? Don't look down. It's just too weird. And I totally thought we were going to have a Jim Henson moment at one point. <laughs> See, I kept thinking of Unicorse from Bluey, the little hand puppet, that they're like, Unicorse, what's your favorite food? And he goes, children. <laughs> I have had the cat with hands on my mind since the puppet was revealed. Wow, amazing. It's made out of and if you recognize that reference, then you know what I was thinking. Uh, oh, buddy. Oh, my goodness. I love that we all went to equally disturbing places. Love it, love it. Let's I mean, I went to yes. Jim Henson. Uh, the darkest Jim Henson, but still. Truly the most horrific out of everything mentioned. Darkest Jim Henson is just Muppet Sex and Violence. Uh, That's true. So the name of my autobiography. Yeah. So you seek out... Zephyrian, mm -hmm. um, and you find an air genasi lining stones, calculating lengths of shadows, measuring the sky, and taking many notes of the weather and wilderness that grows around the ruins of the city. Uh, his ethereal countenance featuring a complexion of uh, reminiscent of a clear morning sky exudes an otherworldly grace. Uh, draped in the tatters of a flowing toga of weathered pale blue, like a cloudy sky, which seems to waver in a perpetual breeze. And as you meet his polychoria gaze, you see the irises of his eyes have split and seem to be in mid-mitosis, showing you he has multiple pupils in each eye. Master Storm Chaser. He's like, just looking at this, like, kind of glances at the sky. That is I. My name is Seisha. I'm one of the uh, visitors who arrived in town. I was told you might be Ah, yes, they told me you were here. It's good to know. 
Have they told you what we're doing here? No, but I'm on to them. I'm on to them. Who is they? They will not best me. The stars? Yes, the stars. They do have a lot to say right now, don't they? Yes, they do. Have they been talking more since the planets aligned? You hear it too, don't you? Something. I hear something. What do you hear? I hear lots of things, but mainly them conspiring against me. Why? Because I know the truth. What is the truth? History. Is it repeating? Yes. What's happening? The obelisk will rise again, just as it did in 1395. And again, in 1429. Yes, the end is nigh. May the gods have mercy on our souls. But, but no, no, no. It wasn't 1429, it was 1479. That's when the obelisk returned to haunt our city. And we failed to offer suitable sacrifice. Is that when they um, wreaked havoc on the city? Yes. Yes, that is when we lost so many. What year is it right now? Uh, four, is it 1492? It is 1492. Yeah, I remember! Oh man, fuck Columbus. I know, right? The, the <laughs> title of this year as um, the creators of said game um, is The Three Ships Sailing. Boo. <laughs> that, that's a holdover from another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you see this repeating. Yes. 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 We lost so many Genasi in 1479. Not vaporized or killed. No, just gone. Banished. During the Sundering. Yes. When this happened... The beer? Was it still conjoined when everyone vanished? It was the sundering that caused an explosion of spell fire trapped within these ruins unleashed by the beginning of the two worlds splitting. And I should note that 1479 is when the sundering happened, not when the obelisk decimated our city. That was 1429. Ah, okay. What 
What do you, how long have you been here? Too long. What, what uh, lineage is he? What? Uh, Air Genasi. Air Genasi. Okay, how long do Genasi generally live? Uh, roughly around the same as humans. Okay. Were you witness to these events? If it's, if it's too painful, I understand. Only the sundering of my brethren. When it was their fault. The ones in the abyss. No, the stars! Speak on it. How? They conspired against us. They're always up there just chattering. Mm-hmm. What's your passive insight? Uh, 20 something. 20, uh, uh, yeah, your insight pa- is, is like 20. 22. Yeah. Insight's 22. Uh, you pick up that this is their madness. Yeah. 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 Just so. No, I was, I was, I was following that. Yeah. Just want to make sure the clarification of, of that. Yeah. yeah it's a good thing Karina didn't talk to him. She'd be like, yeah, checks. <laughs> <laughs> I have no follow-up questions. Do you know what is waiting under those waters? Have you been told? I read the stars. They had grown into one. One that rules all. Have you seen it? No. Have you heard it? They speak of it. What do they tell you? That it's only a matter of time before he gets his eye back. We are trying to stop that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) know. There are always people who will try. And it's a good thing. I've heard things. I've heard stories of what befell here. I've heard stories of what is coming having come before. It will rise again. Right over there. And you see him point. Is he pointing in the direction of Waterdeep? No, no. pointing in... Into the sea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. To the, Have they given you an idea of how long until that happens? When the shards of the sky are reforged, or when it gains its eye once again and becomes whole. I see. 
have you ever looked between the stars? <laughs> no. That which lies between the stars will make you go mad. Let's not speak of such things. This obelisk, do you know what resides inside it? The Slime Lord. I'm familiar. The Elder One. Elder? You're on, I'm onto you. Uh, I'm onto you. Gesundheit? That's how they get you. This elder slime lord is... I've met a slime lord. I'm assuming an elder is... uncomprehensibly powerful. Not a slime lord. The slime lord. The first? The eldest. I see. What do you know of slime lords? stars. They're in cahoots. I believe you. And there's bugbears on the moon. Do you know, I have heard that. I have heard there's bugbears on the moon, actually. Um, a man who had interacted with a slime lord told us that. It's good to know. Now we have confirmation. I suppose as long as they're up there, we're okay, though. I appreciate your help. Is there anything else the stars want us to know? Or anything else you want us to know? If you truly do wish to stop it all, you want to go there. And again, points in that same direction into the sea. Have you heard anything of a crystal that holds great power? The sky shards. Yes. Is there one near here? Is it in the obelisk? When they are reforged is when it rises again. That's all I know. It's what they say. Damn stars speaking riddles and prophecies. And they, yes, uh, yes, they do. <laughs> just be clear once. <laughs> On it. I actually have a friend you might like to meet. I doubt it. Question. <laughs> What would Seisha's sign be? Mm. 
Oh, in real world. I, I wrote her birthday somewhere. Um, honestly? There's only maybe a wiki. <laughs> <laughs> I would... She's such a Virgo. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think she'd have to be Virgo. Like, maybe Virgo Taurus Aries? Yeah. 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 Virgo sun, Taurus moon, yeah. Aries rising. Yeah. You need to notice that uh, she look, or looks straight up to the sky, perplexed, and understands a direct message. Yes. Like, gets real close and just... I am waiting for him to yell. <laughs> Avoid major financial decisions. Okay. For how long? Today. Just okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I was expecting one of those horrifying co-star ones that's like... <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't about my love life. <laughs> Your lucky color is blue. <laughs> <laughs> but, so um, really in to be precise. Oh, yeah. I have, do you know anything? Have the stars told you anything about cerulean magic? Have you ever heard of that? Only what I saw. What did you see? Ten years ago. The cerulean light tree. It protected... Those of us that still stand. Did you see where it came from? That came from the ground, not the stars. Was it in a particular area that it came from? Everywhere. All right. Thank you, Master Storm Chaser. You've been very helpful. Don't let the stars... I just relay what they say. It's only a matter of time. As I said, we will do what we can. As your conversation ends with this person, as you're noticing the rest of your compatriots kind of conjoining... Um, your Brunschlager, Orkira, Karina, and Seisha, uh -oh. your passive perceptions, all note someone very strange. Just in their behavior. Oh, uh, uh, Karina, you first catch glimpses of, of the, as you're leaving the docks. Mm -hmm. um, there is this like heavily cloaked like just it, layers and layers of just tatters and rags and like quilted garments mm -hmm. um with a deep hood pulled up and mm -hmm. a scarf kind of around and it is like pu putting seawater into a bucket but their mannerisms are just catcher it just just enough yeah. to just like people are weird or, or off here but 
this this person is definitely trying to be nonchalant, thus making themselves obvious. Yeah, been there. Um, and and uh, Seisha and Orkira, uh, you catch them as they're leaving and kind of disappear down into the catacombs. You you catch them out of the corner of your eye as they're just kind of like. Like, given that, like, making sure no one was following them before they go down. Either in the catacombs or just wander uh, behind some ruins that you lose sight of them. But what really catches your eye, Karina, Mm -hmm. is the druidic Mm -hmm. etchings on the ground where they entered into the catacombs. Over the telepathic bond, just did you guys see that person? The one with yes. the bucket? Yeah. yeah, they were practically screaming, Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Singing it, even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, they, the catacomb entrance has druidic markings on it. What, what do they say? Ooh. They don't, it, they're it's, more like. They, mm, hold on. Oh. Just kidding. Oh, they do. Just kidding. They yes. <laughs> uh, as you follow them and look, you see uh, it's a series of directions that you've noticed now where you're looking for them in different locations mm-hmm. in these ruins. Some of them like toppled over, so it was hard to see like which direction they were pointing to. Um, but those that are still standing um, and etched into the grass, uh, like arcanely, like anybody that isn't a druid mm-hmm. wouldn't notice this. Maybe a really like experienced farmer would also notice this mm-hmm. but they're basically borderline druid at that point anyways <laughs> um, but uh, there's the grass is growing differently and weirdly almost like arcanely imbued as it shows a series of directions broken into three parts at each juncture uh, if you follow it all the way like, like, like you can see, because I know you're just looking at it right now. Yeah. You're not actually following it just yeah. yet. Yeah. Uh, but they seem to have a direction in correlation to the cardinal directions. Okay. A primary message, uh, in this case, a location, mm-hmm. and a list of clarifying modifiers. Um, it looks like instructions, like directions. Um, mm. But I think we'd have to follow this person to see more if anybody's feeling cheeky. I am not real stealthy, and I look at uh, Brunschlager. Not you. They won't even know I'm coming. Insight. No, you don't have to. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's full metal, so I'm like, I'm yeah. thinking that's bullshit. In your passive, in, I mean, it, it's hard to see, but your passive insight you can utilize yeah. without having to roll. Okay. I mean, it's, I, I mean, it's hard to say because you've seen Brunschlager do some uh, unique yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, so yeah. maybe, maybe not. And he's got that thing. Like, this is why I don't, I, I don't assume anything about Brunschlager. He's probably faster than me. He's probably quieter than me. Like, you know, it, it's better to assume the best. I mean, I'm willing to go down there, but I'm not going to be particularly stealthy. Yeah, I just mean, it really looks like we should follow him, right? Right, yeah. Like, we 
We follow then, weirder then stuff. Then we agree. I'm going in. I, yeah, oh, following okay. right behind Brunschlager. Yep. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, and, and as, as like Brunschlager just barrels in and Karina follows uh, Harold and Petunia, you see Brunschlager just on a mission, just going somewhere. Um, I will clarify for you. Uh, the, the location um, seems to indicate a secret path to a hideout or sanctuary. Gathered. They kind of like overlap in the symbol. Okay. Uh, and the modifiers of said sanctuary is forest, uh, father, sacred, cave. Okay. Uh, and uh, as um, the all of you go down, mm-hmm. Orkira will, as you continue to help feed. Uh, and take care of the... Uh, I was going to say, uh, Ormond would come up to you uh, and be like, uh, you said, mention about providing some, um, you know, mild food uh, for us. And I, I think Boring, we... but nourishing. Sometimes that tastes kind of like lobster. Yeah, I, I, I think... I can also do some healing. I can also, like, magical and non-magical, too. Uh, all right, th- that sounds good. I- how about I take you to uh, Lady Coral Heart, and we're- we'll get that all situated and make sure that everything's put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the telepathic bond, I'll let everybody know I'm, I'm not really that stealthy anyway. Uh, maybe I'll learn a little bit more helping the townspeople out. Uh, let-, let me know if you need me, and I'll come flying. And I'll follow them back to the town. Okay, just be careful. Always. I, I don't want you to wind up as a sacrifice. You know, one. that wouldn't be the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but I'll let you know. <laughs> and with that, I think that's a great place to take a break. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for joining us for the first half. Uh... Uh, Lauren uh, does have uh, uh, obligations uh, for the second half of the show, so we we will uh, bid adieu uh, to her and Orkira while uh, they're doing that. But we'll be back next week uh, and uh, whatnot. But if you haven't done so, enter hashtag Eldritch into the chat for your chance to win an Eldritch Foundry giveaway. We will be pulling two winners tonight, as uh, we didn't do it last week. Yes. We'll see you soon. Well, you know, if you want to see the pants, I actually have them right here. G- give me just a second, and I'll, I'll cinch them up. Hello and welcome back to D4. Hi, Dustin. Hi, Devin. Are doing an intro for the second half. Uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. Um, uh, apparently, um, I went to uh, old timey radio voice. <laughs> so, um, the BFGs are in Reth slash Brasune, uh, the ruins, and they learned a lot of information about what transpired here, uh, what Zaifu is, what resides inside of it, but not. All exact information, just a bunch of ramblings from a bunch of people that whose minds have been and bodies have been torn uh, by the echoing effects. Mm, what we we found out what resides for. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But um, the last we left off, there was a shady individual that Karina pointed out, and everybody noticed. Carrying a bucket of salt water uh, into the city, disappearing amongst the ruins and uh, into the catacombs below, uh, where Karina read some druidic symbols 
pointing them towards a... Where are we? Oh, there you are. Got it. A secret path to a hideout sanctuary of the Forest Father in a sacred cave. And if somebody wants to roll religion, you so can. Let me double check my... Petunia, roll religion. Okay. I got you. I got a 23. Mm, yeah, I'm not rolling that. <laughs> I mean, what's my, what's my rating on it? No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so Brunschlager and Petunia, 23. 21. 21, all right. I'm curious. Uh, <clears throat> you recognize the name no. Forest Father uh, to be that of Sylvanus. Uh, he was uh, the Celtic and Faerunian power of wild nature, standing in contrast to the more ordered uh, ag... Agrarian. That word. Nature represented by the goddess Chantea. Uh, also known as the Oak Father, the Old Tree, the Wild Nature, it is said that he manifested in three various forms. An Old Father, a Young Strider, and a Horned Hunter. It is said he described... Uh, it is said he described Sylvanas as being wild and unpredictable, much like nature itself. He's chiefly concerned with nature itself, specifically wild nature in both its natural beauty and fierce savagery, caring very little for maintaining a proper balance with civilization, being wrathful toward those who threaten wild places. And when it comes to nature itself, uh, Sylvanas cares greatly for maintaining a balance between growth and decay, water and drought, fire and ice, and the natural cycle of life. He has a very special hatred for those who used fire carelessly or with deliberate intention to cause destructions, as many humanoids do. Harold. Oh, wait, Petunia, too! <laughs> <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> yep. You uh, are going through these catacombs, and as you get further and further away from light, you descend further and further into darkness. Uh, I know most of you have dark vision. Does anyone need a light? Everybody good? Then I'm not casting light. Cool. I'm going to tip-tap my heel, get my little ankle going. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> going to do my little stompy stomp. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank goodness I have dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> we have dark vision. We just also have cool matching girls' night tattoos. Yeah, we have glowing ankles. We have, we have ankle mine, tattoos. Mine looks like um, a playing card with yeah, we all got spades. We all it. got playing cards. <laughs> what did you get? Did you get clubs? I think I got clubs. I know. It's somewhere in here. I think Venley was hearts and uh, V was diamonds. And then you yeah. were clubs and I was spades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, yes. So this. <gasps> we gotta get Petunia one. She can be the Joker. <laughs> I got one. Oh, we're, we're getting you a glowy tattoo, baby. Girls night. I got one. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> as all of this rattles around in your brain, Brunschlager, as you are bombarded <laughs> by thoughts of days past, uh, getting glimpses of um, four women wandering into the shadiest part of a city you've ever seen, uh, getting a tattoo that now glows. Um the area kind of illuminates in a soft glow uh, around you as he fights back the darkness. And should wait, should we put these out to be like stealthy? I mean, they don't go that far. Okay, it's just more to make sure we don't trip over something. You have not. Then I seen... look at Petunia. 
This is why Petunia has to get a tattoo. I know, right? What are you all doing? Following Karina. I'm following Brunschlager. Brunschlager, what are you doing? Following everyone else. I'm leading the pack. Brunschlager, do you know how to read the symbols? No. (laughs) Karina, maybe you should lead. (laughs) I'll walk beside you and slightly behind you. Good call. And with that, you're able to guide him, yeah. pointing out. Because <laughs> down here, unlike yours, that only had the single path, and you could see that the temple was caved in, there are still some spots caved in here, but there mm-hmm. are multiple paths down here. And Karina is standing like like how people walk with royals, where it's just like, she doesn't want to be directly beside him, because he's a very large dude, so she's like two steps behind. But still like close with him enough to be like, oh, right there, right there, right there. Um, you eventually come to a spot where you notice the catacombs begin to fade away, no longer lined with bodies or tombs or urns or effigies to gods or history's past. It looks to be more of a natural uh, uh, tunnel. And um, there are some boulders in the way, still passable, although your speed will be slowed. And you can see vines. Yeah. Yeah, eventually you you come to a kind of a, a longer, like, corridor passageway. I mean, it, it's, it's all natural hewn uh, uh, tunnels. Um, and it's just, there is vines growing down kind of from above you and down the walls. And you can see, like, where, like, roots are kind of just dangling from whatever vegetation is above you. I'm going to move to the back of the group, okay. so we've got a shield at the back. Okay. Sounds good. Um, uh, but you can definitely see that they, the vines here now just kind of like cover the walls yeah, pretty it, thickly. Yeah, after you squeeze through those boulders, you find this long hallway that just seems to be green. The ground, the walls, the ceiling everything around it and but it's green and like not like vibrant verdant grass but green roots vines thickets oh this makes me nervous can i wait i'm trying not to make eye contact with Devin. can i <laughs> talk to the vines don't don't look at dustin either <laughs> Got it. Yes, yes, you can. Yes. Yes. I love having a druid in the party. <laughs> Thing, things that I did not expect, but I am here for. I just, um... So you reach down, touch a vine, or touch the I, wall? I don't have to even touch oh. them. I just look at them and go, buddy. Uh, hey... <laughs> First off, how are you? <laughs> I do not recognize you. I'm new. Hi. Are you of the Oak Father? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Is this his place? Who is he? He is us. We are he. 
Okay. Um, Seisha and Brunschlager, um, as Karina is having this conversation with some vines, um, <laughs> you kind of see a little further down, you can see skeletal bodies kind of peeking out from the intense overgrowth of vines. It's very, very, like, it's like this much of an ocular, uh, maybe a finger peeking out. It's not like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a skeleton. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, they appear to be, especially with your passive perception, um, uh, humanoid, but not human. So, uh, uh, Genasi, maybe? More fish-like. Got it. Okay. Mm. Oh, just be aware... Over the telepathic bond. Just be aware that these vines have previously made sure people don't leave or get further. Yeah, vines are good at that. Yeah, these... Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I... I fell, I fell and I took a really bad bump on the noggin, so I can't remember anything. Um, but if I felt a, a pull to come down here, can you give me any more information? Maybe this is familiar to me. What do you want to know? I, Oak Father sounds very familiar to me. But this cave, this is a sacred spot, yes? We are his, yes. Okay. And... All you have to do is surrender. Oh, I'm, I'm not very good at and that. I'm quite stubborn. all will be clear. Ah, that makes sense. If someone were to come down here for, like, offerings, what kind of offerings do people bring? We... <coughs> Sorry. Only wish to hug. Oh, I'm not very fond of hugs. Uh, yeah, I'm just... Seeds for growth. I have lots of seeds. And I'm particularly good at growing things. Water for thirst. Ah, okay. Okay, that all makes sense. Uh, is there a type of ritual site down here, or is it just... Surrender and the path will be clear. Mm. Oh, God. That doesn't sound very fun. No, that, that memory doesn't feel right. I feel like I did something else down here. Hmm. What so, else can be done down here other than surrendering? Uh, it's about this time that, um, Petunia, you are looking around and almost trip, but Harold catches you. However, this gives you a closer inspection as your face comes real close to a wall and you see very clearly the thing that Seisha pointed out um, is that the bodies are skeletal, yes, but not of bone. Skeletal because the skin of the creature is so mummified and drained of all of its liquids. Mm -hmm. It is skin Desicated. tight to this figure's 
corpse. Okay, well, thank you very much. I will not be surrendering today, but I'm going to continue to see if I can piece together some memories. Thank you so much for the enlightening conversation. They did not surrender. Who's they? And you see all of the skeletal bodies begin to move ever so slightly. Does it? Are they moving because the vines are moving? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Does it look like the bodies are in various forms of like? They're fish. Gotta get out. Gotta get like fighting. Uh, go ahead and make a perception or investigation check. Yeah, we, I was gonna say with my passive insight, did that sound vaguely like a threat? Uh, which part? Uh, they, they did not surrender. Um. Like a threat in like, and if you don't, not direct. It okay. kind of like a warning and yeah, less yeah, of a yeah. threat. I think I know the trick. Um, I got a nineteen. A nineteen. Okay. First thing you notice is that it's off-putting because there's you know to know what height the creatures were that you fought last night, but it's also like. They're kind of everywhere. There's some in the ceiling, some in the ground, and they seem to be suspended and snared in a way that looks like they were caught off guard and instantly taken, less so. Some do look like they were fighting back, uh, but you notice also that there are soft spots in the ground laid out like naturally grown foot catches. They look too small to be pit traps, but you don't. You also don't see any mechanisms to disarm to like inform Seisha on how to get rid of a trap. However, you do see that they are extremely numerous, like a minefield of ankle-breaking potholes. Uh, and to answer your question of what you were looking for, uh, yes, they did. They all of them have a some form of just action pose. I guess you could say. That's what I said in the beginning. They looked like they were suspending caught off guard uh, uh, of trying to fight against it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, guess I, I, I totally missed it, Devin. Like so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I prettied. <laughs> and Karina's just gonna say, "What's what's going on?" I thought, I thought I saw another person come down here. Who would that be? Or maybe I just saw a shadow, but I could have sworn I saw a person. The druid of the grove. Okay. Well, as a fellow druid, I'd like to say hello. So I will look for them. You've been a wonderful conversationalist. Thank you very much, telepathic bond. Ah! What? 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 Um. So they said surrender, and we'll know how to get through. And that all the bodies in here did not surrender. They fought. So. Yeah. This seems kind of like, um, are you all familiar with um, Sand of the Quickening? Yes. No. It's it's a sand, and if you fight, it sucks you in harder, as opposed to if you just chill out. We've, I think we encountered something like this ages ago, where we just basically had to go limp. Wanna do it? That seems to be what the vines say we should do. Between you and I, I'll give it a shot, and you guys um, can be all yeah. ready to help Yeah, us. and they said that the other guy that came through here is the Druid of the Grove. Sweet. 
I don't know what that means, but that means that likely he and I can do some of the same things, so maybe we'll be okay. I'll take Petunia's hand. You ready? Yep. And then we both take a step into the vines. Okay. Got it. Um... I'm too used to playing vampire. I was like, oh, composure and resolve. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spend some willpower. The vines then hungrily wrap around you and begin to squeeze and tighten like a boa constrictor. Like you're about to be consumed by them. What do you do? Nothing. I surrender. Okay. Try really hard not to stiffen. I look over (laughs) at her and I just nod like we're doing the right thing. You are grappled. You all watch as both Harold and Petunia are then enraptured and restrained and then fully engulfed away from your vision. Can we still telepathically talk? You can still telepathically talk. Harold, stay calm, but how's it going? Y'all good? Alive so far. Yeah, and squeeze, but not painfully squeeze. Just squeeze. Really tight hug. Like really a Seisha hug. And huh? you, you feel your form. Just everything around you is moving like these giant writhing tendrils, just slithering over your skin. I hate all of those mm, adjectives. Mm, 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 mm. The centipedes. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> and you descend deeper and or deeper spaghetti. into darkness. Harold, even with your advanced darkness vision, um, (laughs) all you see in front of you is those twisting vines weaving together. So you are still blinded by where you are and you sink deeper and deeper. You're unsure where you are, what's happening, if you're going to be consumed fully. Trust the system. Harold, Petunia. Worst comes to worst, burn your way out. And eventually, the ground gives way from under you, and you fall hard into solid ground and take four points of damage. Ow! That's a, okay. that's a tushy okay. bruise. You, you all hear them say ow in their mind. Well, I Aren't, put my hand on how my to go? sword. How to go? Okay, we're okay. Ow. I, I think I twisted my ankle. Oh, no. Is it... Is it that ankle? How could no, it be it's that definitely ankle? not that ankle. <laughs> I'm just saying it'd be funny if Manchun got hurt. I'm just. Oh, that would be funny. I don't think that's how it would work, but I get the I get the humor in it. God, <laughs> I hate druids. <laughs> and, and I'll just say back in his head, I'll be like, eh, "She's great. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine." <laughs> I'm just imagining though, like if, if Harold actually like. Snap that Manchun ankle for Manchun's like getting thumped in the forehead. And she's like, ow! Like just out of nowhere, like the first ow! Ever made. Ow! Yeah. So y'all are alive? Yep. What and, can uh, you see? What's that? What can you see? I will take a look around. You find yourself in a beautiful underground cave pocket illuminated by an ethereal glow of fungal light that mimics the light from the sky above ground. The air is fresh, just more grounded and earthier, like a forest instead of salty air of the oceanic coast. I think 
his green vacation. Yeah, basically. Oh shit, I'm just gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna run and like little kid in a ball Thank pit, me. just backwards dive I'm into the vines. Lie. I kind of wanted to like grab the back of your shirt <laughs> and your <laughs> belt and just yeet you into oh, yeah, the vines. Oh yeah, Karina just immediately do do do. Just for clarification's sake, and at least it'll count on this one, did you guys mention the drop? No. No. Okay, cool. Oh, we heard him say ow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know. Um, so, uh, again, the same thing encompasses you. You dive in, and you are completely engulfed, and you can feel it squeezing against you. It's uncomfortable. It's have not we, painful. Have we had a long rest in the time I wasn't here? Yes. Yes, you have. Okay. You that have. did happen. <laughs> um, I took a Ooh. No. It's okay you, you passed. Tapping? We'll just say you passed. What are you tapping? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fun morning roll. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you like as as you like are getting just enveloped. Yes, surrender, hug, embrace the oak father, trust, trust <laughs> in me. Yeah. It is the it is, greater good. The greater good. It is it is definitely unnerving for someone's first time doing this. Karina really hates physical touch, so she's like, ah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's intense. And for a while, it's almost like a minute or two fully of you just engulfed, hugged, She's moved, like, God, it's like visiting Nana. And you... I feel like there's something we forgot to tell them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right at that, the ground drops out. Yeah, and as Harold says that, thunk! <laughs> you take two points of damage as you slam against the hard ground. It, like, just butt, just down. Right on your tush. Hopefully not on us. That that's what I forgot. Ooh. I look at Brunschlager. Guests first. Hey hey guys, I All of this is unpleasant. <laughs> There's a little bit of a fall at the end. Sorry, Karina. Also, I love that Brunschlager doesn't know we have telepathic bonds. No, he isn't. Okay. Yes, I was yes. about to say we're just like all deadly silent and then Karina just dives in. That that happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. You know, like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Last week, everyone was having a conversation, and just in the middle of it, Bruce goes, you know I have telepathy, right? I know when people are talking in telep telepathy. I was, I was trying to be all smooth, laying out of bedroll. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I bust ass, and I'm like, oh, this place is beautiful. Uh, but Harold uh, tells you that, hey, there's a little bit of a drop at the end. Uh, Brunschlager, are you going in? I hate every moment of this. <laughs> Brunschlager steps in. Okay. Same thing. As it engulfs you, it feels, even against the plate armor, although you don't feel it writhing against your skin, you can feel the armor, same frustration when you get in, as it moves and there's pressure and there's anywhere that there's chain instead of plate, you can feel an intense like engulf like pressure fully around your body do the vines try to go under my armor nope okay cool it's just hugging um because, i had an because, issue with centipedes once because you're <laughs> surrendering uh but because you know to expect the drop you are able to expect the drop and <gasps> superhero not... landing yeah you go <laughs> superhero <laughs> landing and knowing that it is there you do not fall uh, onto the hard ground unexpectedly. You gotta do the Black Widow hair toss. 
Oh, oh, oh God, I gave her an idea. <laughs> um, but as you all land, you see... There's so much hair! This grotto, this cave pocket, that looks very akin to when you... Almost the, the beauty of, like, not as far much as, as Evermeet, but when you guys were in, like, the high forest. Yeah. And things like that. This definitely feels like that. Except you do not see, like, a bunch of trees. It's almost like there's this um, grove. And at the center is a singular great oak tree. Finley would have loved this. You notice as you approach a little bit closer, it's covered in old scars of the spell plague that ravished this area in times long past. One thing that stands out that's strange, though, especially in an area such as this, especially for a druid that knows that you don't really like metal, mm-hmm. are rusted ship anchor chains tightly wrapped around the base of the tree. Mm. What? That ship anchor. Yeah. Shouldn't be here. No. What's it doing down here? What are you all doing? Is it magical? Can anyone tell us something is magical, Petunia? Uh, Petunia, can you detect magic? Maybe we could just ask. Is there anyone down here? A tree. (laughs) Uh, The tree? Yeah. Cool, you reach out (laughs) the roots. Uh, definitely reach out through this uh, area and you can get close enough to speak uh, a, with the tree. A tree? Yes. Uh, firstly, do you have a name? I'm sorry, I'm so rude. <laughs> um, a name. Oki McOki. <laughs> <laughs> Oki McOkface. <laughs> Oki Finoki. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember a rap I wrote about Okie Finoki in fifth grade. My Um, God. uh, An old old druidic word, uh, which means uh, great tree. Oh, great oak tree. Okie Finoki. Pretty sure I meant swamp. (laughs) We're not talking about swamps. No swamps. There are no more swamps in this world. Uh, Well, it's, it's an honor to meet you. Um, are you a follower of Sylvanas? I took a bump on the head some time ago, and I've lost a lot of my memories. So maybe I am. Oh, you mortals are so fragile. We are. Very much so. It's absolutely a scam. It's a scam, being mortal. Um, I'm, tr- I'm working on remedying it. Um, first off, how... Are you? I'm. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Good. Good. This ship anchor. Where did this come from? Oh. Do you know the druid of this grove? I've heard of them, and I thought I saw them, but they are here. Huh. I don't think they want to be noticed. I'll do my best. Are you telling us this? Yeah, she's like echoing cool. it the whole conversation. I'm gonna look 
for hidden people using my rogue abilities. Are you gonna stealth or investigate? Um, it is actually an ability. Yeah, I was I about to say it's a, an ability you have. Yeah, as a um, inquisitive rogue. Uh, let me find eye for detail. I can make a perception check. I get. A, I can use a bonus action to make a perception check to spot a hidden creature or object, or make an investigation check to uncover or decipher clues. Um, okay. Uh, the first thing you notice is that there are a single set of footsteps, um, possibly over multiple times, but everything matches one size. Like they walk the exact same footprints. No, no, no. Okay. okay. There's, but you see a path, but the footprints you see, um, they match identically. So you can assume okay. that there's, there's only one, one person. person that makes this path, this, this okay. track. I'm, I'm just going to kind of casually follow him. Uh, okay. Uh, you see that it leads to the tree and begins to snake around to the other side. Um, do you continue going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. Did, so the druid of the grove brought the anchor here. Yes. Was it a gift? No. A binding. Elisiria lost a lot. What was the name of it? Elisiria. Why are you bound? I am not. So Beyond my roots. I'm sorry, I'm a little dim. I am not bound beyond my roots. I am not a walking tree. So if this anchor wasn't here, you'd be walking. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying I'm bound by my roots. I'm not bound by the chain. You asked if I was bound. Yes, sorry. Uh, I was asking what the purpose of the anchor is here then, because it's, it's metal. That's not really our thing. No, but... Keeping this one still. This one? Who's this one? Perhaps you should speak to Elizira. I know not exactly who they are. They don't look like something I know. Is Elizira the druid of the grove? Yes. Okay. Do you want this anchor removed? When Elizira is done, I believe that she will remove it. That's what oh. she has told me. Okay, they've made a deal then. All right. Oh, she tends to me very well. Oh, good, 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 good. That was going to be my primary concern. Is there anything we can offer you as a thanks for your hospitality? Mm, do you have fresh water. There is some groundwater here, but I'll always take more. I did not. Or if you can provide natural light. I gain enough sustenance from the fungi here, but my branches have not touched the sun in so long. Hey, can any of you guys cast sunlight or some kind of natural light? Um, One moment, I'm conferring with, conferring with my compatriots. Didn't you do something that cast a? I can I can cast a spell called daylight. It's not 
actual sunlight, but it looks like the sun. Uh, the, the, tree, the tree wants something like natural light or sun for growth. Okay. Uh, I got it. I cast daylight. Uh, and you just, you hear Karina like, ah, this is so good. Okay. The wild nature of my growth bore me here. Essentially, you hear the clanking of water and something like, like, uh, uh, like wood on wood, that like hollow thunk. Yeah, it's like a knock. Like kind of a bit, as like something is like, but it, 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 as, in a sense, yeah. Um, uh, and then, and then, uh, incoming. Hello? Who, who's there? Hi. In, in Druidic, I'm going to call out her name. Just say Elzira. Elzira. Elzira, uh, I am a fellow druid. Drawn here by our druidic nature. Um, and there's hesitation, and you can hear like almost confusion and worry on the end of their breath. You shouldn't be here. This is not. This land is is cursed. It's not safe. Then you're not safe. I'll switch to common so everyone can understand it now. Just wanted to establish druid to druid rapport. I'm I'm fine. Uh, Oak Father protects me. Please leave. Alizara, we're here to help. Help, Help in what? There's nothing to help here. Help fight against what dwells in the waters. Fight? If that's what it comes down to, yes. My friends are very strong. I think you should leave. Thank you for your concern. We are good here. You sound scared. Elizira, we know what this town does to people. We don't hold that against anyone. We understand what's happening. You don't have to hide from us if that's what you're afraid of. I, I, I don't. I don't. You don't what? I, 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 I don't participate in, in that. You said you're here to help? Yes. Can you cure it? Cure what? The changes? Anything you can tell us. Yes. We have someone in our party who can. She's currently up, up on the surface helping people in town. And you're certain? As certain as we can be with the current information we have. You can fully change someone back? We can't make any promises. 
Because I can tell you right now, the gifts that the Oak Father has given me has not worked. Have you ever heard of a spell called restoration? Yes, and it does not work. All right. Has anyone tried to remove a curse? I can assure you, I have exhausted every means. I'm so sorry. Won't you let us at least try? If we fail, then we don't have to darken your doorstep again, but wouldn't it be worth it to potentially succeed? Make a persuasion check. Okay. Can she make it with advantage? Yes, yes. absolutely. Because absolutely. Wanna, everything you, do, you guys are talking about. Do you want to do both, or do you want me to do one and you do one? Mm. What's your persuasion? Uh, it's good. Uh, then we should probably each do yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, plus I Because I only have a plus one. Okay. Yeah. What? Sounds good. Um, plus eight. 22. I'll take 22. God. <laughs> What'd you get? get? Lucky number two. Ooh, <laughs> man. Did you roll a natural one? Yes, I did. Oh, you can, I'm pretty sure you can re-roll that in the presence okay, of Petunia. Oh, yeah. thank God. Because. Well, that was a scholarly eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. It's still better. <laughs> I better. think it's the first one of the night. Good job. I'm rolling like shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at Brunschlager as I'm making these promises, just looking back to him like, I don't know. Elzira, and if it helps, Brunschlager back to Karina. What? <laughs> if I it helps, help. I understand what it is to be changed. When you come out and you see me, you'll see what I mean. Oh yeah, you can't get rid of that eye. Uh, mm -hmm. You all may approach, but if you bring harm, I will fight you. We have no intention of doing that whatsoever. Swear on my bird. And you say that. As a druid, you know swearing on my bird's big shit. <laughs> I know what you did last night. You do. We did that to protect someone. This one, actually. Turns out he didn't actually need us. He's pretty badass on his own. That is but what I'm afraid of. You're afraid I, of him. I will move forward. Okay. You're afraid of but him, or you're afraid of what we can do? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. But okay. when there's yeah. no response, but you can kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. pass As you reach and take a wider berth to see what is on the other side, you first see um, a, the woman in fully cloaked patchwork um, and ladling salt water onto something else that's at the tree. And you think to yourself first, salt water upon a tree is bad. Yeah. Um, and as you... Salt water is used building lighthouses. Hold on. So you get to the other side and you see that what is chained to the tree is another person. Uh-huh. A sea spawn. Someone yep. changed in the light of what caused yep, the yep. destruction, mm -hmm. not the small afflictions that it caused from the radiation of right. the scar. Right. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Who is I it? was suspecting that. <laughs> Who is this? 
Um, you can see the eyes, only thing visible is the eyes covered head to toe. Mm-hmm. And you now that you're closer, I mean, just bundled in, in layers and layers mm-hmm. of... And you see the, the, the sea spawn, this creature that's half human, half fish, not like a kuatoa, but the ones that mm-hmm. are covered in barnacles and their uh, neck filled out in gills and their mm-hmm. eyes widened into the bulbous eyes is just... <laughs> and just reaching out towards Elzira. I immediately thought of Davy Jones's crew. From I know, Pirates right? Of the Caribbean. I uh, pretty much what they look like. I'm pretty yeah. close, actually. Yeah. Uh, that I'm, plus Insmith. Yep. I will uh, put my shield on my back mm-hmm. and holding my hands up, just kind of move forward and kneel down next to her. Um. This is someone you care about. It is. He is my old teacher. He was a father to me. He mm. is a father. If you don't mind, I would like to try something. I would like to cast protection from evil and good on him. See if maybe it can give him a moment of peace, of, of free mind. Okay. Have you tried that? I don't. I don't know if druids get that, but I can't remember. Well, uh, we don't. Okay. Um, and gives you a look that is worrisome and concerned. She, she does see the smoke coming up, and mm, yeah, but more so like you're asking mm-hmm. to cast upon something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right after she said, if you cause harm, mm-hmm. I will attack you. Mm-hmm. Before you do that, what are the rest of you doing? I cast a sin- <laughs> Damn it, Harold! I guess it's like, uh, uh, that joke's done. Fire. All right, uh, <laughs> don't no such thing as a bad I cast death! I'm just going to kind of stay quiet and stay near Petunia. Um, you know, this seems much more their their business at this point, and I'm just kind of like watching sadly. Petunia, um, well, first for the a question for the DMs, um, the spell create or destroy water. Can that be salt water? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'll probably like look around, and be like, is there a reservoir you have around here? I know you see that you only have that one bucket. I could. Save you a few trips. I, I only have, there's only fresh water that flows underground. Um, oh, and then she's like, are the, what do the cave walls look like exactly? Are they like just stone, dirt? Um, so they're uh, stone, but they're covered in like moss and lichen and fungi. And the top canopy is overgrown with this uh glowing fungi forget the scientific word but glowing fungi that is not like that weird blue or yeah there you go thank you bioluminescent um that weird blue or purple that most uh like underdark fungi is Mm -hmm. this glows with almost like a natural light okay Um, what about stalactites stalagmites uh there are a few yes um both, Um, both top and bottom 
I will go to the ones that are on the bottom where I can see them because I assume that they're probably not as covered in growth as like the walls are not because I don't want to disturb any growth yeah um, I guess uh, before I could say that, I, like, could I, I could I could make one. I could make a, no, a trough for you. Um, I will let you know that Petunia is smart enough to know that these are saltwater creatures, and mm -hmm. to pull fresh water from the ground. Wait, no, wait. Sorry, I have mold earth. Yeah, so do I. So my, you said I could do salt water as well. Yes, right? you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get where you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just uh, making make sure. a tub. No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you went to pulling water from the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I got you were trying to just make a basin. Uh, Bam. Basin, right? That's the word yeah. For? yeah. Reservoir okay. basin. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. The, and uh, even with Karina and uh, Petunia working together can make a yeah, one we, large enough to... Because we can each make, yeah. I think it's like a five-foot cube, so yeah. we could give them a five-by-ten tub. Yeah. Because I can make up to 10 gallons. Yep. And can easily, like, working together can, like, kind of, like, right next to where she is if you wanted, make that that uh, little reservoir yeah. basin uh, inset yeah. to we'll then fill with water so take a minute to doesn't do have to walk up and mm -hmm. out, get up. Because, yeah, it just seems like all she has is this small wooden bucket, and that's it. And... And, and it's, it's at this moment that, that you pick up the footprints, you see the blood trail of just because not wearing shoes and just the, the amount of times that she has walked back and forth. I'm going to cry for this woman. Uh, you also can um, in passively insight pick up that the manner of how she reacted to your arrival the shadiness of how she moved. Mm -hmm. Nobody else knows this person's here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We won't tell anyone. No one needs to know you're here. You're keeping them safe. That's admirable. Please. Yeah. I, I don't know if it'll work. I haven't had a chance to do this. Sylvanas teaches us to surrender to the chaos of nature and to not fight against the coming tides and changing seasons. But I must admit, I do not wish this affliction to disagree upon him. I'm willing to try anything because I believe this is not nature's doing. This is not. This, this is, is not natural. It's not. This is an abomination. Yes, it is. But I can't bring myself. I know. I, I have hope that there is a way to fix it. May um, I? And again, with worry, watching your every move allows you to do it. Is there a specific kind of check you have to make with this? Uh, he gets to make a save. Okay. And will. Let me know if you make a check to try and cure one? anything. Okay. Are you pulled up? Because I, oh. I can give you advantage no, on whatever skill check you need up. to do. Got it. And hmm, it's probably going to be good. What is the save? Uh, the There is no save. Oh. It's, yeah, no, it's no, no, whatever no. it's 
trying to break free of. Yeah. Mm. So so. And it does work against uh, aberrations. Yeah, it protects against aberrations. It, it, so what I'll what I'll we'll do with this is. There will be. A moment of. Reprieve as the primal nature mm-hmm. kind of dwindles down as the spell basically and Brunschlager you feel this from a psionic standpoint that whatever the mental link that connected this creature to whatever mind connects these mm-hmm. entities that protection barrier has at least put up a, a temporary wall. That I'm so happy right now. <laughs> so as a as a mechanical question, when this ends, would they essentially have to make like they a have, con save? They or the influence comes back. It's possible. Oh wait, you're asking <clears throat> them. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, unsure. However, this is very powerful, esoteric, far realm type stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and and I'll reiterate that it doesn't cure them. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Um, I'm asking because I can potentially help them hold on to it for up to an hour. I have the ability to give advantage on uh, con checks and they get temporary hit points with it, which was my thought. Like, if she can see that, like, they're holding back uh, so if she is, has, the, like, if she can gauge from the situation, I could give them a little something extra to give them a little more time. Yeah. This this normally works for ten minutes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's wisdom-based? Uh, I can also do wisdom. Okay. Enhance ability. Uh, yeah. Um, hold on to it for now. Okay. It might come up to where casting it and choosing a certain thing, depending on how things go. Okay. Um, so just hang on to it for now. Yeah, but I didn't it's know cool if it was to... something you guys would want me to say I'm doing before a situation nope. arises. Uh, we got what you're thinking, and I know you can literally choose any stat, so yeah. depending on what you guys may need to do to to delve into whatever it is you're going to do, yeah. I'll keep that in mind, and, and, and we'll be able to do that. Can you understand me? Do, 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 do. I know. Hold on. I'm, I'm sending a photo of oh, what, oh, okay. what this creature looks like. Just, <gasps> Let's take a look. So. Oh, by the way, I, know, I decided to cast the create at six levels, so it's at least ten extra gallons per level. Okay. <laughs> Which for a five foot is a, is like barely, you know, it's not. It's that's not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he ugly. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he... he Although there might be good eating off those uh, mollusks. Stop that. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop that. You got a shucking knife. Boot straps, boot straps. Straps. Responding back. Yeah. I... I... He can't speak, but... I've never seen him this calm, so that... That did something. That's really, that's really good. Is that, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, let I me, hope. how long has he been like this? 
and um, you um, like almost like didn't quite hear you because you can see like, yeah I'm like Terry can you hear me Terry it's it's me it's it's Elizera you see that there's recognition in his face but it's faint far yeah. but he's still in there that's what I wanted to know yeah um, if only I could know what he was thinking. Hey, I'm gonna cast Tech Thoughts. There we hey, go! Yeah! Uh, and you you get first my mind. My mind. I can think. I don't hear it anymore. I'm gonna talk to him via telepathy. What were you hearing? Who's a new voice in my mind? In front of you, big armor. You are among good company. I just want to know, what were you hearing before? Uh, a creature that changed us. What was it? It's form, massive, the eldest. How, how many eyes? Two. Oh. Just two? It, a socket for a third, but it was removed. Ooh. There she goes. What else does it look like? Mm. I know not how much you know of watered creatures, but its form aberrant, like a a squid, a catfish, a shark, massive beyond the size of a kraken, fused. With that how, that defiles nature. How did you become like this? The light. What light? At first, we thought the gods were either going to bless us or bestow something grand. We looked in awe and then fear. How long ago? I know not time, but I feel like I should be old and I'm not. Do you know where? I do, but if I get closer, whatever. Just tell me. Head north to where the water stills, not from air or wave, 
where the water does not move. Sink deep and you will find the city it calls Saifu. Do you know of a way to get there? How long do I have? How long is my minutes. mind mine? Um, uh, DMs, can I say like nine more, eight more safely? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Eight to nine more minutes, so we must be quick. I will let you know this. When we are changed, all creatures changed by the eldest are part of its mind. You've stopped it from hearing my thoughts now, and I it's, but if it returns, it will know. And I not know if when it returns, what I tell you now will retain in its memory, or if it only knows what is in the present. There are others like me, so many, so many of Rasune changed, gone. Spawns, spawns of the eldest. Servants, fishmen, Kuatoa. At one point, there was other creatures, aberrant in form, hell-bent on treasure. More Coths, but I have not seen them in a while. What were you doing when you were taken to be transformed? I... I was in the city. I was... spreading... The growth tending to the wild nature that was birthed around Brasune as the high druid of the city. Aziria at the time, young, a childling, was taking care of me in this form. Do you want me to tell her anything? Uh, I don't, I don't want her to. She needs not take care of me any longer. It endangers her. If anyone else finds out, I fear what they might do. Fear that you have anything aside from fear to pass on to her. She's become a very strong druid. She's tried many times to save me. Do you want her 
to kill off her hope. No. I don't want to pain her, sir. That is her choice. But Sylvanas would pluck me like a weed in a garden. Although weeds are natural, and you shouldn't do that. <laughs> some, some druidic advice, just. Ted, I'm not wearing waterproof mascara. Shut up. <laughs> I will let you know there's. There are many like the eldest. Many, many of them. No, no, who's. Who's that? What is that? There's someone else. Someone other than the eldest here. Cool. With that, the connection severs and you immediately feel your spell drop. Gotcha. And you just see that, like, and it just goes yeah. limp. Uh, I, I still, still, like, breathing, but okay. unconscious. I reach an arm out to, and, um... And you see Elazira. Yeah. What? What have you done? Stop. Nothing. I'm Sp- gonna convey what he said to Elazira. Okay. Do you tell us uh, the directions about going to where the water stops? Not yet. Okay. Uh, and, like, says this and, like, goes to, like, go towards him. I but then, and then, and then you start to basically relay everything that you, that happened, Brunschlager, and just kind of stops. He's still in there. I knew it. I... There is hope. Yes, there is. We can save him. We can save them. We just have to find a way. We hope. It may not happen today. This is just a blight that we can cleanse. It may not happen today. You understand that. I understand. Can you... I have waited decades. This is... Hope. This is hope. I still have detect magic on him. Detect oh, sorry, detect thoughts. thoughts on him. Okay. Do I hear anything? Oh, oh no! Duly noted. Oh no! With that, there is no surface thoughts. Are you pushing deeper? I'm gonna push deeper. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. How many um, more times can I cast this? Oh, three. Okay, yeah, you're good. Do you give us any warning okay. that you're going to do this? The voice that you hear. Hold on, hold on. Uh, real quick, uh, I just whispered to Seisha with my actual mouth, brace for the strange. Protection from evil and good. <laughs> so he can't be possessed. Okay. okay. Braced. As you push in, there is two things that you see. There is a black void with two 
massive eyes stacked on top of each other and another harsh, almost like a scar where I should be. Just massive, like kind of taking up the large thing. Uh, and you see something that is, there's also something that feels very strange within you. Um, yeah. Don't mind me. We're I'm clarifying just, something. Just Rune. Going yeah. through stuff. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Hold on, I'm gonna send you a message. I'm gonna send you a message. We need a clarification on something, but you may feel something extra, but as you're looking upon this creature, you see the front form that is like a building in size. Elongated, these tendrils wisping out and you see those black giant orbs where there's a scarred one at the top. And this form does not float or fly around you. You feel yourself submerged in thick water. Completely submerged. And you look upon this creature and does not swim around as it melds and fades like mechanical organics of an alien world surrounding you. The cave you find yourself is not of stone. It is not of this world. It is black and obsidian and rigid and feels like you're inside the belly of some creature and you're looking upon another that is forged and melded almost cybernetically and organically into this abolith as a whole, as if the ship itself is now merged with this creature. Oh, I hate this. Thanks. And you hear, as if speaking to you, you have this vision, and you know it is not of this time. Um... as the creature speaks telepathically mm. to you. Mm. And it is this gurgling bubble of oh. deep speech, which Brunschlager does not understand. Yet I the, have tongues. I know. Yet okay. The, yet the way it is being construed telepathically and the person that is currently listening does understand, you do. And through this durgle, gurgle, you hear... That which lurks has plans for this realm. Golor is destroyed, but still through the link of I had with its mind, through the ritual used to create the stone throne, I have his 15,000 years of knowledge. It has helped the sovereignty find the Hex Locus. Unlock the power of the spell plate with our symphony. Showed us the key of stars and where to open the living gate 
and even find these shards of the source. Its knowledge has also illuminated me to where a Morkoth has finally foolishly found home back on this material plane. My eye, what your mortals call a dream heart, acquire this for me and I will help continue the spread of Ganadar's insatiable, vengeful hunger. See, it is unaffected by saying this name. Or Brinchlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the eye, I will be at full power to repair this living ship. With it restored and imbued with this ancient crystal's power, I can find new universes to control and to consume. And in this moment, Brunschlager, you gain... Okay, go. Um, that's fine. Uh, there's another vision that... Uh, uh, sorry, not a vision. Uh, there is, uh, like, as as this courses and... Um, the... The form of these three eyes, this memory kind of ripples and pushes away as you see a singular octagon begin to form and trace and intricately patterned that forms an eye and then that eye opens. And you hear this ethereal voice. <sighs> there you are, Brunschlager. You have been looking for answers. Come and find enlightenment. I will be waiting. And with that, you are shunted out of the mind of this creature. Yeah, there you go. Uh, actually, go ahead and make yep, saw that coming. a wisdom save. A wisdom save? Yes. Um, mm, make a sanity save first, and yeah. then a wisdom save. Uh, remind me on the rules for a sanity save. Uh, so the sanity is the average uh, modifier of your intelligence and wisdom base. Great. I love that for me. Yours is a plus I five. Yep, I love that you're making me do this. Uh, <laughs> plus three, because you are within uh, ten feet of me. So plus eight. I love that this is happening. And I have you no cannot be frightened, about... by the way. Oh, I know. I already couldn't. No, oh, well. And I and I also have wheel if you need an extra d6. That's a twenty-six. Ooh. Never mind. You're fine. <laughs> upon looking, uh, or uh, for looking upon the nightmarish form that whatever the hell that creature was, you are mentally unaffected. What is your wisdom save? Let's find out, friend. <laughs> is gonna be the most mentally stable person in this party. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buddy, I got an 18. Do you need any more? Is that a pat? Oh, wait, I forgot the plus three from Seisha. Plus three? That's that a 21. 21. You do anything? Do you does, want more? Does that pass or fail? I can uh, neither I, confirm. I have to, I can I have to give it to you before deny. they tell me. Yep. Nope, nope. Fortune from the many. If I miss an attack roll or fail a saving throw, okay, I can so gain a bonus. Got it. For whatever Karina wants to do, that'll be have to be before we say yes or no. And then gotcha. what you do will be after we say yes or no. What are you trying to do, Karina? I have wheel, which will give you an extra D6. Oh, I'll take it. I don't trust these two. They had a puppet earlier. Uh, <laughs> add, add four. Add four. 25. Your Does instincts 25 are pass good. or fail? With that, it passes. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to tell you what the DC was, but with the 25, it passes. That was... Yep. Oh. That, was yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, guys. It's only 25. Didn't say that. <laughs> it's definitely only 25. It could be no other number. <laughs> um, I'm... Um, can I put uh, a phrase into this guy's head for whatever creature is talking to him to find later on? Sure. Great. Can I pair that with intimidation check? You want to intimidate the voice that talked to you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you can most certainly try. Great, that's going to be... Ooh, I don't like that as much. That's going to be a solid 18. Okay. I love my bonuses. I'm just going to uh, speak back. I hope you have good answers for me. Enlightenment means nothing against the rock. Okay. Yeah, there's no response. Oh, I know. I'm leaving a message. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just just dropping casual threats on the Eldritch Beings voicemail. So, um, what's everybody else doing? Uh, Brunschlager, are you conveying any of this information? You should really convey the thing about the water. Uh, I'm gonna I'm going to look at at uh, the non-party druid in the room and go. I have to tell a lot of things for a lot of stuff that I have just learned from him, and two things that were inside of him. Do you want to be privy to this, or do you want to be safe from this? I want to be safe from this. If it, is, if it is beyond this, I do not want to know in case... I need to be able to care for him. Smart. Understood. But, thank you. I really do hope that what you learned will be able to help us. But know that it has been well over 50 years before since I was even able to see a look of recognition. Thank you for giving me this hope. You gave us hope too. No matter what the body does. His mind is still in there. Then may you walk Sylvanus's leaves 
to find that which you need. May your flowers bloom full and bright. And may your path be clear. Thank you. Um, but uh, with that, Brunschlager, you can telepathically give that information. Um, oh, just a huge info dump. Got it. Sounds great. Yeah. As you say, gone. Seisha stops you. Do not say what? that name. Do not say that what name. What name? G-A-U-N-A-D-A-R. Close enough. Is this a name forbidden to you? This is a name that will draw the attention of the thing we call the Elder Eye, and it will hurt you. Don't say that name. It will draw his attention to us, and we do not want that drawn down here. Not with these two. I will not defend your faith. I will avoid the name. Thank you. I continue on with the, with what's been going on. Okay. The um. And you the, guys can walk and talk, and are actually yeah. lifted up if you want yeah. to leave. Yeah, yeah. The the person I was talking to earlier, the fisher. She said that the water is thick like a jelly, and this massive evil fish thing lives in the jelly water, but that as you sail towards it, once you get a certain distance away from it, your boat will just stop. I've moved through that water. And I think that might be what they mean by go where the water stops, meaning we're going to have to go find this thing, but we're going to have to sail out there until our ship stops. When you get near an aboleth, the water thickens. I remember moving through it. I remember that. You weren't with us. Yeah, we fought an aboleth. His abs were ridiculous. Were you here? I got swallowed and then shot out. Oh. That absolutely happened. I, what the fuck? I completely <laughs> forgot you were with I us. I came out point. his butthole with Abe. Wow. No, it wasn't Abe. Who was I with? I don't think you were here for the Golor fight. No, it wasn't Golor. No, it no. was. We fought an Abolith where the water that wasn't an Abolith. You're thinking well, the you're... water got thick though when we were there. There was there... something that swallowed me, and the water was thick. That was the internal. Yes. No, that was... the because I tried swimming out, and the water was too thick. I know that wasn't an Abolith. That was, a, was a sea monster. Nope, it's a purple worm. That was it. Oh, okay. That was yep. it. Yep. And it was uh, the acid of the stomach that you were trying to swim out of. Uh, there was also the uh, megalodon that was That's a megalodon. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. the megalodon. That was corrupted by the Far Realm because mm -hmm. the body you let, that Zelopharn let fall into Umberly's cache. There's a yeah, I remember that. I couldn't swim through the water. Here's the thing. If they know what Golor knew, they know a lot about us. They won't know about you, and they won't know about you, Brunschlager. But you they'll know me and Harold. You guys are pretty famous. I just assume everybody knows who you are, good and bad. I was, I was really that buddies with Golor. Well, like your while. mom is a very looks at Brunschlager, very powerful important, woman, important, a very important woman. Yeah. she's well known. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you said the name or not. They would have phased past me. 
Your mom is a good lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But amazing. I think you guys walking and talking, sitting with this information, you might want to sit on it for like a week. (laughs) Because I think this is a great time. I, I took four pages. No. Five pages of notes tonight. Yeah. One, two, three, four pages of notes. Yes, that's the to most. And I've got story. notes to go back and rewatch yeah. things. To end the story for tonight's episode. Yeah. I, I think uh, we'll pick up uh, uh, with uh, with you filling in, Orkira, uh, oh, what you yeah, learned, yeah. and uh, and where to go next next week with just me. Um. But yes, be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night. Everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. And as you can see, the pants still sort of fit. Uh, Wait, wait, where are you going? Come back!